Welcome to the greatest month ever, Super Not-So-Super-Hero Month. We're going international this week. We we went international last week. No, that was Wait, that was Swamp Thing. I'm, yes. I, I, I got Puma Man on my mind. The Puma Man storyline, the background was in everything we've been doing this last week, though. Just the simple, <laughs> simple villain who wants to take over the world. Right. Man finds his powers. They make no sense. Learn something from that, Marvel. This is yeah. how you do a superhero movie. Also... 80 minutes. This week's movie, at least. Yeah, and it crammed a lot of shit in Without 80 minutes. Without feeling, like, overwhelming, too, at the same time. Did you feel overwhelmed? No, I will. No. Okay. I, I was... We both have brains the size of universes, so it doesn't really affect us. <laughs> right. I mean, we're so smart, we don't even get Rick and Morty, because we've right. looped around on it, so... Rick and Morty doesn't get us, that's what it is. Oh, that's what it is. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, galaxy brains again. <laughs> But, uh, Murray, if we're going to be talking Shaw, if we're going to be talking physical combat, mortal combat, if you will, maybe a little street fighting in here, we can't do it ourselves because, well, our nails are clean, let's just say. We don't get our fingers too dirty. We don't fight. But we know a man who does. A man who's just coming back from crushing uh, ripe cantaloupe. He doesn't even have to wait for him to rot. Wow, he can crush a ripe one? Yeah, Lou Ferrigno has to wait for him to rot. But the man we have on today, one Mr. Joel Coleman, he can crush a full cantaloupe in its ripeness. Absolutely, with my bare hands while crushing the watermelons and another cantaloupe between my thighs. Uh, yeah, you know, just subscribe to my OnlyFans and see <laughs> premium content like that. I heard, it's, I heard it's a very popular fetish on OnlyFans. Muscle men crushing fruits. <laughs> I mean, I've heard Eat your it. heart out, Zangief. We all know. Ooh, thank you. Do you I, <laughs> I notice you do leave a patch of hair on your shins. Is that an well, homage? That, wow, I can't believe you picked up on that. And before I left, I said, "Oh man, I missed that spot. Oh, no one's gonna notice." And here you are, Griff. <laughs> you're checking out my shins, and I'm embarrassed. I look yeah. like a slob. I made Ben. Ninety-nine percent of you looks great, but the shins. I, I, I don't you know. That's know why your happened. eye always goes to Sorry. the shin. You know what? It's a really a hard spot to shave. All yeah. Right? I mean, it's. Very, oh. very Nick. When you have as much bulk Nick. as you have, I imagine it's kind of hard to get everything. It's, yeah, so the skin is stretched very thin over the shin, <laughs> so it's all bone. <laughs> so uh, just I just imagine you just jump in a tub and air. You're just like, that's the way you do it. But you shave, okay? Yeah, Interesting. yeah. You know? I like it. I like yeah. it. We'll get into more of uh, Joe's uh, shaving <laughs> grooming. techniques, grooming, uh, everything. But we have a very important update to get to because one of uh, the most treasured members of the Golden Globes family had a very uh, serious operation recently. Yeah, Ava the, act- the out of action puppy. Oh, yeah. She's going to be uh, – she got her, – her right leg ACL was totally torn. And her left leg was 75% torn. Well, we're talking rear legs here. Rear That's legs. That's where all the power comes rear, from. Day before surgery, she was running around still. Jesus. I don't know how the hell she did it. Dogs are just dumb. They don't They're, register well, pain. She's very dumb. She's even dumber, dumb for a dog. <laughs> but she's on the mend now. It's going to be four months. Mm-hmm. Millie just went through this operation. This is tough. Yeah, this is, it's, it's, it's like COVID. It's catching. It's catching on. But she's so, on the mend. I'm sorry she back. spread it to you and you spread it to your dog. I know. We'll, 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 I'll keep you updated. <sighs> but uh, now that we've gotten over the trauma of sometimes what action can do to us, let's get into the real action. What action can provide us? Shaw Brothers. Joe, is this your first time experiencing a Shaw Brother movie? As a matter of fact, it is. And I, guys, I was blown away. Yeah. 
what the hell did I just say? <laughs> That's a Shaw I, Brothers. I film. appreciate that they were like, you know what? This man has things to do. Here's an 80-minute movie, but good Lord, what <laughs> was it? What happened? I, I don't even know how we're going to break it down. I don't know either. But we're <laughs> going to do it. It's going to happen in the in the minute details. Somehow it's an 80-minute movie. We're going to talk three hours about it. I don't know how that's going <laughs> to <laughs> We have so much. Joe's already been so busy today. We've got so much to do. Oh, oh this is coming out all backwards, too, so people are going to be confused. Oh, I can't wait to get through and unpack all this. But we were at your palatial mansion just la- uh, two weeks ago. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And well, oh you. god, beautiful! I I like that you have a laserdisc vault. You didn't have laserdisc in it, but you have a laserdisc vault. A lot of action figures. So you repurposed the laserdisc vault for action figures. That was beautiful. Uh, we saw some ripoffs of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I never knew they existed. Just beautiful stuff. And so we learn we learned that you're a Power Rangers. Fan. Yes. So is... we know you you know this this area we're, we're going to cover today. You're not, you're not unfamiliar with it. No, no, not at all. But I didn't know how inspired it was by um, Super Inframan. Yeah. Well, everything's inspired uh, by Super <laughs> Inframan if you really think about it. Right. I mean, this is taking off two Japanese movie styles, Takatsu and Kaiju. I believe it's called in origami. I think there's a little origami, <laughs> origami in there. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. whatever they call the flower arranging thing, they have a word for that. Uh, so. Wait, what? There's a there's a Japanese art of flower arranging, and they have a special. Oh word yeah, you're right, it. you're right. I can't remember what it's called either. If I I should have called up Young Joseph, but uh, he would have known that's, it all. That's what he does in his spare time. He's not. Oh no, not Joseph Coleman. Oh. Young Joseph, a, uh, oh. a guy I used to work with. Oh. He he's been to Japanese uh, Japan a few times. So, so he many might have Joes been able to help in our lives. Now. I know everyone we meet is named Joe. <laughs> I'm, I'm an average I'm, Joe. I feel like I'm having like a, I I don't know what was that movie. I don't remember what that movie was called. Okay. Anyways. This movie, there is five very distinct monsters that we need to talk about. Uh, last week, we complained one of the few flaws of uh, Swamp Thing, which, Joe, do you have a memory of 80s Swamp Thing? I, I... A little bit. I haven't watched it since 2012, but I loved Swamp Thing growing up. Oh, my so God. I love the cartoon. I got all my Alan Moore books out right now. I've been going through. I was inspired to read Swamp Thing comics by watching that movie, which is something all the Marvel movies have not done for me in recent past. <laughs> Brutal. So, I'm sorry. Do you like? Did you like your viewing of Black Widow? Are we really? Are we really going to talk about this? I, <laughs> I loved the movie, but they took a, a really, really horrible turn with a cool villain they could have used later down the road, and mm. now they just destroyed it, wasted okay. it. So, so iffy yeah. on it. Liked it, iffy. Anyways, so... Uh, <laughs> but it was great. It, it actually was great. They just really screwed up an awesome villain. So it was like, ugh. That seems to be par for the course with Marvel, though. They're not, their track record on villains is kind of shaky, it's, I think. It seems to be par for the course for villains today. Like, no one builds up a villain anymore. Well, no, no villain can be a villain. They have to have some backstory. We're supposed to be sympathetic to them. Yeah. I mean, no they, more David Hess. Yes. I could never sympathize with that creep. David Hess is apparently a notorious, like, <laughs> rapist in movies. He's always, like, the sleaziest, most gold-bloomiest, thin-stick, no-ass motherfucker. <laughs> I worked it in. Oh, okay. okay, we can't go down this path. we no, got to keep this short. So, guys, we got to talk about these monsters. And if you watch Power Rangers, it's Monsters of the Week, you know? If you watch Japanese Spider-Man, which, oh, we just dropped the hottest Japanese Spider-Man episode with, yeah, of course, Joe Coleman. People are still talking about it. People are still talking about it. And that's a Monster of the Week. So, of course, we've got... 
five monsters because you got to go times five times bigger if you have right. five times the time. Drill hand. A green monster, kind of looks like a melted Gumby. Kind of looks like a pickle. I was calling him a pickle. Pickle? This is an angry pickle. I thought he was just like a rock monster. This is is a problem I have with movies. No discussion ever about any of the movies I see recently. But this movie, we're talking about monsters nonstop. We can't stop talking about these monsters. How did you describe them? I thought one of them was a beetle. Murray's like, you're a dumb motherfucker. (laughs) Are you agreeing with Murray that I'm a dumb motherfucker? No, no. I just think... You know, we have three different takes on this pickle monster with drill hands. Okay, that I knew was, who you were talking well, about. I'm talking about a different and he had a clamp hand. Yeah. Did he have a clamp hand? Yes, one hand was like yeah, a metal clamp. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got we got, we got the drill hand. Then we had what the one I called the devil yak because it's though it's <laughs> just a, accurate. It's just yeah. a man in a red uh, tight suit. Yeah, red leotard. And then he has a little horns. And a giant white hair that flows into a giant white beard like a wizard. Yeah, like his, yeah, he was just hair and legs and arms. Yeah. He looked like one of those McDonald's Happy Meal guys yes. from the 80s. Like, <laughs> the you, Mc, know the I, you know what I'm guys? talking about? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, he actually did. did. Yeah. A little more terrifying, but 100%, if a human being were going to dress as one, that's what it would look so like. So this came out five years before, so McDonald's explaining. <laughs> stole it. The obvious one, Plant Man. Yes. You got to have a Plant Man. Yeah. Yes. He's kind of got a Swamp Thing he going around. He would have been a perfect villain for Swamp Thing. Yeah, he would have been a great villain for Swamp Thing. How does he do that? But, I mean, uh, anyways, can't go into this. Got <laughs> to stay focused. Got to stay focused. Murray's trying to distract me. Twin robots. Yeah, slinky robots. I hated those guys. Yeah, what, what I just thought it? they were lame. And they were just over. Was it know. right off the bat you thought they were lame? Or is it at the end when they reveal that they're slinky robots that you were like, fuck these guys? <laughs> right off the bat. I was like, these oh. are uninspired. Okay. They're like, we need to get robots in. They're they classic clunky robots. I'll get. I'll give you that. <laughs> like they're clunky as fuck. So they weren't very menacing. And then the one I thought was a beetle, and Murray <laughs> fucking slapped me and said, "No, beetles don't shoot webs." Yes. Spider monster. The tr- yes. Orange tarantula, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm going. With. That's what you went with tarantula. I went in complete different species. Technically, I think he only had six limbs, though, and we only know oh, spider okay. has eight. I was having such a hard time distinguishing the costumes because his other legs are tiny. Yeah, he had floppy like puppet arms connected to his the real actor's arms. Yeah, so he could like move them all. Yeah, and you were like, well, the obvious trait is that he shoots webs. And I was like, Murray, these things are shooting fucking lasers. I'm not worried about what they're doing. I'm just like, what is this thing? It looked like a tick to me because it had other arms that were so short and everything. I don't know. I went with B. I'll agree. There wasn't they weren't like caring about anatomy that much. Yes, you yes, know, it wasn't thank like, you. we think it's perfect. I'm glad I'm Mike you give me some leeway because you were like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next next topic we got to go into here. Uh, again, just released that beautiful Japanese Spider-Man episode. And now we need Joe, who is one of the greatest wrestlers of our time and space. And uh, one of these traits that wrestlers usually have is when you get to a certain stratosphere, which Joe is beyond at this point. Absolutely. But uh, some people, when they're starting out, they have to have a nice piece of eye candy, a valet. So, Joe, we're going to ask you. Murray, you can answer in two. Okay. I think we're all going to have the same answer, though, unfortunately. We might be different. Okay. Let's hope so. So, uh, in the Japanese Spider-Man universe, we have a certain mistress called Amazonas. And holy fuck, I'm not selling this at all. Like, uh, She's just all right looking. She's just all right looking. (laughs) 
but in this movie we have okay goes by two different names both amazing amazing princess elzebub which is of course a play on uh beelzebub the feminine term for beelzebub yes which elzebub. i love it uh so we have princess dragon mom and then we have her secondhand uh woman yeah which i aka she demon she demon so, Joe, one of these women is going to be balleting you down to the ring. Which one are you picking? Definitely Amazonas. What is it about her? I don't know. She drives me wild, though. That- it's that outfit. She looks pretty domineering, even though Princess Dragon Mom has that about her, too. But she had a whip. Princess she, Dragon Mom. Yeah, but she was annoying. She was and annoying. She turned she into was, a dragon. She, she, I think she I, was, That might be useful. She reminded me <laughs> of the... I never watched it because I'm fucking old as fuck so i never saw power rangers when it originally was on but she reminded me of the woman from uh power oh, rangers Repulsa. yeah uh, a little Rita? bit too yeah okay. i didn't yeah. remember her name i was in kindergarten when i was watching power rangers so yeah, it didn't i was graduating high school when yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> it was right in my age i still have the imprint of the first episode just like lodged in my brain but nothing else except maybe some of the green ranger shit uh, that see that's the first stuff i saw like i remember i started you know third grade whatever we're doing our thing and my buddy behind me he's like you gotta watch this show power rangers and i looked at him and i went that stuff sucks i was like read this and i handed him my copy of batman 500 oh where... you were fucking pushing comics yeah, that man young? it was that you know it was that summer it was nightfall and Azrael came and just whooped the shit out of bane with his high-tech bat murder Whoa. outfit and wow. i was like check this out and he was like this is sweet but watch power rangers so i watched it the next morning and it was the first episode of the green ranger saga and then i was hooked i was like, yeah. this is sweet <laughs> this is sweet we're gonna have a lot of these <laughs> quick aside our buddy sean pigeon who's been on he's on our delta force episodes he was devastated when the green power ranger died Remember yeah. he, it was bullcrap yeah <laughs> I have no emotion yeah. to to spare here. Like I don't know what the fuck happened. See, again, know, I'm always a big fan of like badass looking menacing heels, and I always thought Goldar on Power Rangers looks like he could just whoop everybody's ass. And there was an episode where Tommy the Green Ranger beat his ass, not even wearing his Green Ranger outfit. Oh, like, just this, in this street show clothes. Sucks. Yeah. yeah, he didn't even have his Puma belt the on. Street fought this lion griffin creature and beat his ass. Impossible. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. That's teenager bad. with attitude. I I don't like that. <laughs> I'm going. Your valet, Murray. I'm going with Princess Dragon Mom. Woo! I like the outfit, sexy outfit. She had the whip. She could help me in case you know I'm. Yeah, she could like choke the fucking my opponent while I'm distracting the ref. I love it. You see, wardrobe in this movie, in these '70s Japanese shows, are so fucking good. Dragon Mom and her, she's got like these. Uh, she's or- wearing orange... a fucking glove. It's like a hand puppet. It's like a dragon. It puppet. wasn't a glove. That was her hand. She it is a demon. <laughs> so her hand, and you're, then you're right. Her whip super... was the uh, the oh, tongue. Wow. The that serpent is so tongue. Fucking amazing. I didn't even pick up on it. But you're right. See details, Marvel. Oh, it's so <laughs> frustrating. It's so fucking entertaining. I I have a hard decision with all these three. There's one that's obvious. I can't pick She Demon. Because of the hand eyes. Yeah, you don't want That's too weird. You don't want to get a hand job from a woman at the face on her palm. <laughs> I'm going to be weird yeah. as hell. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad you said it out loud. I couldn't say it because I'm <laughs> yeah. squeamish like that, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's too weird. That's too weird. But everything else about it was great. But 
Golden Globes Theater, uh, the Merman Productions, we're going to be working on some fashion lines. We're going to do a nice dress in the style of Dragon Mom's outfit, where it's going to just be a straight green dress, and then it's going to have the gold swooshing uh, uh, boob coverage there, and then there's some dragon helmet. Yeah, there will be a gold hat you can wear with it, and I forget what, there's something scaly going on down below, but I forget. (laughs) But I'm taking Amazonas. I I don't know what it is. You know that song, Witchy Woman? Yeah. That's all that pops in my head when I see Amazonas. And it's playing over the funk beauty of uh, the Japanese Spider-Man that's always playing, which I just love all that music. So the last thing we got to talk about, we got to get this episode. We got so much work to do today. The goons between Japanese Spider-Man and uh, Super Inframan. Do we want the platypus men or the skeleton goons? To me, it's a no-brainer. The skeleton goons look fucking badass. I mm-hmm. love the fucking outfits they mm-hmm. had on. They're intimidating. Even more intimidating than the Putty Patrol. The pu- God, going Power Rangers again. Putty Patrol sucked. Oh, yeah. And they made awful noises. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I remember that as well. And they were just like gray blobs. Yeah, they were just wearing like little gray onesies. Yeah. <laughs> With gloves and booties. And, uh, okay, so the skeleton crew, they all have this spear weapon with a yeah. giant orb at An the end of it. An explosive ball at the And end, then yeah. a spearhead at, on the tip of it. Yeah. It's very interesting. And then the platypus men, of course, we call them that because they wear uh, motorcycle helmets. And then they have a little orange bill. But they fight. And they have, like, a gray, like, le- leotard on. Was, yeah. They did? Yeah, they all wear gray. Oh, okay. I thought they wore green. It might have been a shade of, like. A- okay. But they, what I noticed in this uh, recent Japanese Spider-Man episode was they wear, they use a Minecraft foam sword, and it's like the edge pixelate. You know, it was weird. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. So you're comparing a spear that explodes with a foam sword. Doesn't work out too well for the platypus man. All right, not. it does not. <laughs> All right, let's get. So to we're the, agreeing. Skelecrew wins. Skelecrew wins. Skelegoons. I want to throw in one last thing. Okay. If you're thinking about watching this, you're on the fence about it. Roger Ebert gave it two and a half stars in 1975. He said, this is such a fucking good movie. It's so entertaining. (laughs) Is he on the Meltzer He's on the four scale. Okay. He's on the four scale. Okay. And so Meltzer goes along with that, and he gave it one star. He said, it's too flippy. It's too bullshitty. It's not for me. And then Quentin Tarantino released uh, a movie a couple years later, or, you know, when Quentin Tarantino was famous. He re-released, like, uh, one of these style movies. And Ebert was like, this was 22 years after he gave the grade to uh, Super Inframan. And he was like, wait, I give this movie a three, and Super Inframan is just as good as that movie. I'm changing. Wow. He changed. Roger Ebert rarely does that. Exactly. And he said, this movie wow. is so good. In the first 10 minutes, there's hurricane, there's fo- earthquakes, and there's dragons, and there's monsters. <laughs> He's like, it's so entertaining. I can't. So he, he gave it a three star. And then Dave Meltzer changed his <laughs> to nine and a half stars out of three. Wow. <laughs> Out of three. That's a young buck rating right That's there. That's a young buck wow. rating right there. So, wow. please, Murray, take it from here. All right, guys. Here we are. Shaw Brothers, the masters of kung fu movies. They said, hey, what's going on in Japan? Some crazy-ass monster fighting shit. Let's get in on that. Let's get this paid. Is... <laughs> Wait, it is Japan. Yeah. Yes. Well, it just this takes is... place in China. This is Hong Kong. Shaw Brothers of Hong Kong. So they're like, hey, the Japanese are doing some cool shit. We need to get, oh, we okay. need to get in on this shit and get paid. And this was the only... Kind of this type of movie they did. 
I don't know why, because it's amazing. They should have kept on going. And you'll enjoy it when we talk about this on the other side of this trailer for At last, science fiction creates the ultimate man, Inframan. And a motion picture creates the ultimate spectacle. Adventure beyond your wildest imagination with the man beyond bionics. Six million light years beyond believability. Is he man or machine? Electronic circuits integrated with living cells in the living body of a man. Powered by nuclear energy. Man, you won't believe your eyes. You won't believe your ears. You won't believe your mind. Now, Joseph Brenner brings you the most advanced product of bionic science. Towering above them all. Thunderbolt fists. Rocket feet. Can Inframan survive heat that melts rock? Cold that freezes fire. Inframan a match for men of steel. A motion picture that will stagger your imagination. Man, the ultimate in science fiction. All right, well, that great trailer. I'm sure it was in English. I, I don't know. I'm sure it's an English trailer. I think you're going to have to pare it down. It's like three minutes long. But oh, yes. my God. It is probably just... There's some voiceover, but there is a lot of that. Yeah, okay. Anyways, this movie opens up. We got a joyful little family of like 14. See, back in the day. I thought it was a school bus. Was it a school bus? I thought it was. Uh, I I can't tell. School bus? Family? Uh, It looked like a family to me, just in a bigger bus. Not not necessarily a school bus. I don't know what they are. Anyways, it's 10 kids and two parents, two adults. Driving along, singing some nice wheels on the bus or something. And yeah, and uh, Hong Kongese. Hong Kongese, yes. They speak in Hong Kong. Yep. And uh, suddenly the trip goes astray. Suddenly a pterodactyl, whatever the fuck, just flies out. A dragodactyl, And please. lands on the road, disappears. <laughs> creates a giant crater. <laughs> yeah. Just I guess the impact of the pterodactyl. This this was certainly the first moment where I looked at my drink and I said, is this spiked? Because what just happened? (laughs) And you're right. You were like, what the fuck did I just watch? And in the first five minutes, a dragon has landed, caused the... Doesn't attack the bus. It just disappears. 
and disappears. And, and like we watch it disappear. It's not movie magic. We watch it <laughs> like, just were fade they away. Trying to say that it just burrowed underground, but they didn't have the budget. The technology <laughs> didn't exist yet to make that shot. I don't know, but it lands. <laughs> disappears and the ground is like destroyed after that right yeah so it's yeah like a crater and then yeah. yeah it's like an earthquake and then don't worry people all the kids get out poor old bus driver slash dead whatever the fuck he gets he dies he goes <laughs> Hor- down he goes down the, the shortest hill it, it, i got flashbacks to red brown and captain america going yes. down that tiny fucking hill yes kills him though the bus blows up <laughs> oh yeah of course and then we just cut to uh we're trying to build up that our villains are so villainous city is just on Chaos. fire yeah hell on earth that's the other thing that's common in these movies tiny sets aren't these fucking things great those are great i love, I them. love that i love that, that detail I, I i was thinking that the whole time anyways so we got the whole city ablaze. We're learning, like, this destruction isn't confined to one little family slash school on a road. No. It's the whole city. Right. They went out of all their th- way to just kill this family for fun or yeah. school bus. Yeah, all of Hong Kong is on fire. Yeah. So who do we call the professor? Professor Chang. Professor Chang. He rolls up in his, his fucking pimp ride. The, the press is waiting. It's it's paparazzi. Right. I mean, Joe's used to this he's, kind of. He's yeah, absolutely. He drives me insane. He was down in, uh, he was down, let's not use locations. He's down right. somewhere, you know, he had to cut a promo because some guy <laughs> called him out. And it took him so long to get through the crowd. It, he was a little late getting here, but we forgive him for that. Thanks, guys. When, he's that, when you're that big and famous, you got to expect right. these things. Yeah. Me and Murray like Daft Punk. Like, I mean, we were Daft Punk before. Now we're not Daft yes. Punk. Uh, we're tired because this got too big. We couldn't do music and the podcast. Like, yeah, podcast takes precedence. The thing is, we never revealed our face, so we right. can go out and do whatever we want. Right. Yes. We'll go to the Redford Theater next yeah. week and watch Jaws, and no one will know. No one will know. We will have a, a, a section like, off. Sectioned off. Thank yeah, you. yeah. We'll have our own balcony. There's no balconies. They're building us one. Yes. So, Professor Chang, obviously wearing a wig and a fake beard. I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> well, Shaw Brothers like can't shoot movies in three days, so he had no time. He, it's like this guy—he's a scientist. He has to have a beard. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's why I don't trust Fauci. Don't give me that Fauci. Ouchie! He's got no beard. He doesn't sure. have the long hair. <laughs> I, I can see it now. Like, yeah. yeah. So uh, Professor Chang rolls up. He's like, no autographs, no autographs. I, my, uh, I got my duty calls. He walks in. There's this giant satellite dish. This is the base. A science center, I think it was called. <laughs> that works for me. <laughs> <laughs> science center. Dexter's lab. And people are rushing him up. Sir, the reports. Mount Devil is erupting. Mount Devil hasn't erupted in 20 billion years. years. Yeah. yeah. Since the creation of Earth. This is interesting. This is news to me. Can you turn on my sensors? Sorry, sir. The sensors aren't working. They were just disco balls. The sensors were just disco balls. Okay. Again, sets on these fucking movies, are they not fantastic? By the way. Oh, they're incredible. Can the people in NASA start wearing fucking silver suits? All I think matching, I would take. The, it looked great. I would take them more seriously if they had silver suits. Like or just these guys. some kind of like cool uniform. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean. They had, like, a little blue flare to them. They usually have, like, shoulder pads for I some mean, reason. Professor, he had the normal, like, lab coat, lab but it was coat. silver. It looked, it looked respectable. And he had to earn it. Yes. <laughs> so he's like, get me the reports and all. And then just as he's doing that, an earthquake hits. Jesus. This, when it rains, it pours. 
and we get some great Star Trek acting. Oh, where they're yeah. just going back and forth, shaking and the camera. The whole, the whole like science crew is freaking out. Professor is just sitting there with a cup of tea, doesn't spill a drop. This motherfucker is cool as a cucumber. Not quite a pickle monster, but you know, pickles are cucumbers. So he's like, "Get me some camera on Mount Devil." Yeah, do that. And we see the earthquake is causing Mount Devil to just crumble apart. And we see underneath it, Skeletor's snake mountain lair is now at Mount Devil. It's a dragon head, and there's snake shit. It looks really fucking great. It starts breathing out. Not I, I think that we need to get our compound to look like that. I think, can you imagine that the front of this house, we had a dragon mouth that we walked out of? How badass it would look? Yeah, I mean, some of our like, products. This is the place. Ooh, now that the assembly line's back open, we're going to be making that mad filth like we did before COVID. And then we get, uh, we see uh, uh, the dragon like comes into view, and then it, it fades out, and then we have this beautiful Asian woman with long blonde hair, mm-hmm. Princess Dragon Mom. She's a single mom. She's a working mom. <laughs> <laughs> is, is this where uh, George got the idea from? George. We're on first name basis with J.R. Martin again, or George R. Martin. Exactly. Mother of dragons. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. She has the blonde hair. Yeah. She's the mother of dragons. She's the mother of dragons. This Hello. movie inspired... Game of Thrones, people. It's all it inspired a lot of people. I mean, one. I'm I'm just waiting for Joe to realize he needs to wear the uh, the old Eddie Eddie Murphy Murray uh, red leather suit. Yeah, Eddie Murray was the kicker for the Lions. That, I I always forget <laughs> Eddie Murphy. The Eddie he Murphy was only a huge star. Yeah, the Eddie raw Murphy. the raw outfit. Yeah, yeah that's There's pretty. The raw one was purple. The uh, delirious was the. Oh, the, delirious the, was yeah. red. Yeah. Oh, I get them confused. Okay, yeah. they were both amazing, but still, were they offensive? They were delirious. Oh. A little, a little raw. <laughs> so, of course, she's the villain. She's got to make her demands, Griff. Yeah. What, she, what does she want? Oh, wow. What does she want? She wants everybody to bow to her will, I believe, and she wants people to uh, recognize them as the masters of Earth. Is that the usual? Yes. Is that what they want? Yes. It's what they always want. Right. What would you do? What would you do if you were the master of Earth, Joe? It's too much work. Too it much really wa- is. Why would I want to do that? Why would I want to be the master of Earth? Well, put yourself in the mind of Bezos. What is he doing? He's, he's just making. Space. He's making fourteen million dollars an hour, and he's going into space. Like that is pretty sweet. Yeah, you got people to micromanage for you. So, oh, okay, are you going okay. to space? You could be the title champion of the moon. That's true. There's plenty of world champions. There's no one. There's, There's no not moon a moon champion, champion no. yet. Lunar champion. My God! Wow. As Imagine how does. high you, the gravity is like. No, it's nothing up there. Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah. Imagine oh. how high, how much height you could get. Splashing, motherfucker. 1,020 oh splash. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a frog <laughs> splash for the ages. I want that. I want that. So JR would be b- beside my God! himself. My God. Because the timing, it's all off. So like you said, the professor, totally chill. It's like, give me the wiki page on Princess Dragon Mom. And they have one. <laughs> We've never seen any of this shit before, but they have info uh, on it. Yeah, and I love this. She has caused all the disasters. That's part of her uh, 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 leverage here. She's like, right. you know all those natural disasters? Not so natural. They were me. And she whips just for effect, yeah. you know, just to show off that she can do it. And uh, <laughs> and then I, I noticed there's an Aztec mask in the background. I was like, I motherfucker. 
And Donald Pleasance is like lurking behind it. Do you think he's really the power behind Princess Dragon Mom? Maybe this was... Cobra! It's, it's like a dragon. Cobra. Maybe this was Tony Farm's dad's last battle was to get the mask away from uh, Dragon Mom. Where was uh, Vin... Vidinho? Vidinho. Where was he at? Well, you know, Vidinho... Just imagine if, if Rayma, our hero, had Vidinho to guide him. That would have been great, but Vidinho only works with P- Puma Man. Oh, that's true. And uh, we, we talked about it in the Puma Man episode. Tony's dad did not like Puma Man, or uh, Vidinho. That's why he always was bailing on him. So that's why he wasn't in the picture. So we got to gotta <laughs> see our hero. So we get a nice, we need to show how selfless he is, how amazing he is. Rayma, our hero. We, we alluded to earlier, Hong Kong is on fire. There's an p- apartment building on fire. So Ray, we see Rayma rescue a kid. He does a flip off a fucking balcony. Always doing flips when it's not necessary. Reminds me of it's something. never not necessary. <laughs> okay. And he's like, he gets a call on his motorcycle from the professor. The professor needs to see you. So he goes, all right, let's go. So they go back. We meet up. There's a meeting. We have all the big wigs of Hong Kong, all the politicians, all the scientists. Oh, no. I see what you did. These notes that I don't know if <laughs> yeah. I approve. <laughs> well, the, the, the one general's like, there's some juice space lasers. That's what's causing this. <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene is like, <laughs> I, Marjorie Taylor Greene Chong is like, I don't Are know. Are we so sure this Dragon Mom's really all that bad? I hear there's good people on both sides. Right. She's all, but she's always trying to this wedge in the Jew space lasers. Like, no, it's not Jew space lasers. All right. Yeah. But the, the factories and schools nevertheless are being destroyed. All right. And like professor, he's, he's got his like print out of the, the wiki page of all this shit. And he's just like, let me explain. <clears throat> These creatures are older than the ice age. Ooh. Dragon mom. She's at least 10 million years old. At least. She's, she's, but she's still pretty hot. She's a MILF. Mar- Marjorie Taylor is, of course, stepping in. Oh, the Earth's 8,000 years old, please. And then he just goes, shh, 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 shh. They have supercomputer brains. They're way more advanced than we could ever hope to be. We have no chance. They can work a microwave oven. And that's where you get the gasps. And just, how do they know all this? How... The wiki did they find page. the wiki. That's the amazing in 1975. Thing about wiki. I, but it's unbelievable. <laughs> I, but they knew so much. That's why ten million every, years old computer brains. Everyone needs to respect Wikipedia and donate five dollars to them today because they've been going since 1975 and they had all the facts. We're existing yeah. today. We have a Japan today to give you all that anime you weeaboos love because of Wikipedia. They had the whole fucking playbook. Uh, Dragon Mom's playbook. Right. Hey, her best friend is named D- D- She-Demon, and she's got eyeball hands. Pan's Labyrinth kind of stole it, but, you know, don't worry about that. Wow, I, nev- you're so, I don't know how yeah. influential this movie is. Everybody. And that's... that's a that's You guys uh, can all thank us for doing this movie to show you all the shit you love came from this movie. At least Pan's Labyrinth... It's, it, look, there's... What do they say? Uh, uh, it, mock, uh, no. Replicating something is a serious form of flattery. Imitation is Imitation, flattery. yeah. Yeah, so they did it right. They did it very well. They earned it. Right. So, Professor, he's got a plan, and he, t- he pulls Rayma aside. He's like, Rayma, you're my best guy. I got this idea. It's called Inframan. You in? <laughs> and he's like, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> That's all he had to say. <laughs> yeah. I like this setup, though, because he's just like, yeah, man, it's going to be real cool. You're going to be the Inframan. He's like, oh, here's how I'm going to do it. 
I'm going to insert yeah, parts. When, when he has him secluded <laughs> and locks him, and he's like, all yes, he right. Yeah, side lab. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to insert parts to living cells. I want you to go ahead and drink this drink here. Bill Cosby gave me the recipe. <laughs> Is it the ecto-cooler? It's ecto-cooler. I'm gonna, then I'm going to inject adrenaline in you. And you're going to be powered by a mini nuclear reactor. <laughs> The suit is impossibly spectacular. This is part of uh, Ebert's review, by the way, where he's building this whole thing up. And he's just like, so he tells Rayma that he's going to put a mini nuke in him. He's going to do the super serious surgery with adrenaline uh, inject that he has no idea what it'll do to him. He just said, I'm going to insert parts into you. I'm going to. And I'm going to insert computer parts into you as well. And you might die. (laughs) No, he said, you might experience the sufferings of hell, oh! is what he says. Oh, and boy. Very like, serious. like, I'm in. For, for the future of Hong Kong, I'm in. I don't fucking care. We've, uh, we've gotten to see Joe wrestle a few times, and my God, the suffering of hell that he's unleashed on people. I can't Absolutely. wait to see that again. <laughs> oh, boy. There's it, nothing like another man's death wails. You know, I, it's in my ears. I just love it. Yeah. That's what keeps you going. See them driven before you. Hear the lamentations of the women. We all live by that. We all live by that. I forget what that's from. It's Conan. Conan. I knew it was Conan. (laughs) So now we get the scene where we see them creating Inframan. They Mm -hmm. they lay out uh, very in a very Christ-like pose. They lay Ram out because he's he's sacrificing himself for mankind. Oh yeah, sins of mankind. Again, set beautiful. Buttons lighting up everywhere, disco globes all over the place, like the little Christ-like figure. It has like a dome visor yeah, over his got, face. Like, yeah, the plastic coverings of his... For reasons. Like, I love how they build this shit. Because... Is, this is a PG movie, so we got a little cloth across his crotch. We can't see anything. Oh, what does he do to his crotch? Is he removing his parts? He probably gave him a bigger part. All right. Bigger part? Yeah, of course. I mean, he's going to risk his life like that. He's going to equip him with that. First thing right. Professor Chang does, he injects him with Red Bull. He gets a big-ass <laughs> syringe of Red because he said adrenaline. He did. This shit gets, he did. gets his wings. Oh, and he does fly. Yeah. Wait, does he fly? He does fly. Well, he, he flies when he, he turns. Does almost everything. Yeah, because this is like his top attack. He flies yeah. and does the rocket boot thing. Uh, the rocket is that not great? I fuck. Oh, okay. Rocket boot dropkick. We're getting a, the dropkicks, yeah. man. The dropkicks. So kicks. now all we have, just, he starts laying, like, he just breaks open a radio or a TV and starts laying parts on his body. I love this. Again, I love seeing how people try to do the effect here. And what they do is, like, they you see the professor with, like, tweezers and shit, like, play. It's like he's playing Operation, he's just like, you know, like the taping, board game. scotch taping, like, and Yeah, he was, he's scotch taping. And every once parts. in a while, we get a little, like, animation where we see a flash. Blinking. Yeah, we yeah. see a flash of, like, robot legs. Yeah, it's like a little cell that they drew up, and you just see it flashing <laughs> over his, like, shin or something. <laughs> oh, I love Perfectly it. Perfectly shaved shin, I might add. I don't want to, I don't want to. Like, damn it. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's just a hairless wonder. I mean, he's a he little closer to his shins age. than you. He's not hairless. Yeah. So, so, yeah. He's naturally hairless. Oh, Jesus. Oh, the space laser Jew thing and now that. Oh, God. So we got we got to see what's going on with Princess Dragon Mom. So she summons all her minions, all her monsters. She, well, she actually tells She-Demon to summon the minions. She's, she's said blow her pay grade. And we see... You see how the how what were we gonna call him Yak Devil? Is that what we're gonna call him? I like calling him the Devil Yak. I love yak the way devil. he was introduced because you guys are probably too young to remember. You you remember there's a cold medicine called Contact. 
No. It came in a capsule. I remember because the commercial was it was it's with a capsule and there's little little dots of I guess medicine in it and they would open it and the dots would because there's a a giant capsule rolls out and explodes and then Yak Devil appears. Oh, okay. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that was about. And then we see Drill Hand and he's basically Are you saying this movie inspired that commercial? Yes. <laughs> And, well, they might have been around the same time. I feel time. like this is what our show boils down to at this point. <laughs> this is spider that. We see Drill Hand, and he's basically Bluto from Popeyes. <laughs> I want to kill him for you, princess. Yeah, these monsters are fucking horned up and ready Dude, to Dude, they fight. were partying so hard. They're just yeah. dancing. Just, yeah! I mean, obviously with COVID times, you haven't been able to fucking smash some skulls so in a long time. So you're probably really getting oh, in yeah, on this. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, wait. you were just like just... chomping at the bit, like teleport me in somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. I'm ready to I want to hang out with the pickle drill hand monster and <laughs> tarantula. I want to be friends with these guys. They're having a good Ultimate time. Heels, dude. They're Ultimate destroying heels. everything. There's nothing like about about them. I identify with that. Yes. Dragon Mom, if you're listening, I think you got a new client. Ooh, Dragon Mom. So Dragon Mom, silence. Ooh. You will attack when I say you attack. I want you to attack now. Yeah, yeah she summons two of them. <laughs> damn it, she demon. Get me tentacle or plant man and get me a drill hand. Get them now. Can we point out how amazing the lair was? We had they had like pools and shit. And it, okay, it is very sixties Batman. Yes, the set is fantastic. But then there was just giant painted swirls. Like there's, it's a, it's like a cave. So it's rocky and everything. But then they cleared out parts of it to put up giant canvases where they painted on. Uh, I, I guess they just call them swirls, like the hypnotizing swirl. Yeah. They were doing that in just various colors. There was a red and black one. There was like a pink and teal one or something it was incredible i was like wow they they really Dragon thought Mom about has that. this huge gold console she's behind she's got this awesome logo where it's like a bat and then it's like a skull underneath it i fucking loved it and then we see we see the skeletons we talked about earlier they're everywhere placed oh, around everywhere they got the sweet fucking danzig skull belt buckles the danzig belt buckle man they're looking great everybody is looking good this is just such a spectacle to watch i mean Oh, I'm I'm enjoying the shit out of it. So yeah, she summons two of the monsters, and she's like, "Get down to that earth, and fucking give them hell." Like the last time they experienced hell, right? Like well, an you hour know Because she wants them to destroy the science center, because that's the only place that can detect the monsters in their lair. Oh, okay. I don't know how because it's at Mount Devil. I think everybody would know, but apparently not. So she, yeah, she wants them to destroy the science center, and so they show up, Plant Man. He's just like, all right, I'm just going to... Well, actually, what first happens is Nemesis, which is the, the one monster gets a name. Drill Hand, his name is Nemesis in this movie. Oh, in the American... So we watched the dub version. I think you yeah. guys all yes. watched the dub. Yes. Yeah. I watched the Japanese version today, and yeah, he was just Monster Drill or something. Drill Monster. Yeah, but they call him Nemesis here. We, 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 we know. When we say Drill Hand, we'll know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About. A guy... I guess a guy working for the... Uh, was it Two Ming? It was Two Ming. He's, mm-hmm. he's driving in his little Volkswagen bug, going up to his, his shift at the science shift yeah, center. Yeah, Tony, the Pooh Man's friend. Right. Driving his personal fire truck. Right. Why was there so many Volkswagen bugs in this I don't era? know. It was a popular car. And uh, Drillhand, Nemesis, shows up. 
He does a Swamp Thing impression. <laughs> right. Flips. Which <laughs> I think Joe could flip a fucking Volkswagen bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I mean, he flipped my car because he was he's just an asshole. I mean, I don't know why we keep inviting him. Piss me off. <laughs> I don't know what I God. did. You know what you did. I said it's you okay. Know damn well. I said it's okay that you're late and you still flip my car. <laughs> Sorry. And I still offered you a beer when you got here, too. So he flips the car. And uh, two men gets out just in time because it bursts into flames. It just gets flipped <laughs> over, explodes. And so we see the little driver, you know, crawling away. And that's that's when uh, was it was it Drillhand that grabs him? Yeah, Drillhand grabs two men. He was hiding in a bush that could not hide him at all. He just uh-huh. pops out of it like magic. <laughs> He's a, also a magic man. <laughs> Those words he said. Yeah, so he just fucks off, and then Plant Man's like, "Oh, I guess I got to go to work." So we get a nice little special effect. We see like a little puppet like shrinks down into the ground. And then he go. I guess he works his way underground and he comes up in the science. Center. I just love it's like he's in the middle of the science center. How? There's guards everywhere. Because we saw he, the he guards. Goes down the ground. But see, I had no idea what was happening at this point. I was like, what am I watching? What? I think exactly what Murray explained. I was just like, what is this? That was the only way I, I could like, okay, explain he went, it. You know, he put himself in the ground and came up from under and there we go. And the, now he's just screwing the place up. The right. other thing we saw is that his power of tunneling repairs the ground completely. Yes. It was a concrete renewable energies, yeah. It was a concrete ground that he tunnels back under that we're getting it's at called right now. Ecosystems. <laughs> it's called back to call it kickboxers. So yes. Yeah, so. We're getting to see it firsthand how confusing our callbacks are. Yeah. Joe's just like, whatever the fuck you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, he sprouts up like Green Giant, and it's just tentacles, like, of, like, you know, tendrils, and he's just destroying the fuck out of this place. Yeah, he goes into the main, uh, like, control center where we, where the professor was when he was talking to uh, 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 Dragon Mom and everything, and he just starts slapping everybody, just reddening butts <laughs> yeah. and, you know, giving them, you know, fresh ones across the, the face cheek. And then he the throws cheek. one of the guys into, like, the, like the power grid. Yeah, that's and right. And then Professor Chan comes out. I'm trying to build a fucking inframan here. What the fuck's going on? Yeah, he's so close. He's just trying to put the bucket in the knee, and that's all it needs. Right. Put the bucket <laughs> in the knee. That's all it needs. I didn't mean to. So he, he just grabs a guy. I need one minute. If you don't get this fucking power back on in one goddamn minute. Rayma dies. Rayma dies. So this guy's like, well, feats don't fail me now. So we get very dramatic reaching. There's this this lever he has to pull to make the power go back up. There is one giant red lever with a yellow (laughs) handle so the audience cannot miss it. He's so close to grabbing it. (laughs) On the ground for some reason. On the ground. And then the doors slide open Star Trek style because they're automated. Whink. And it's a fucking vine, and it comes out, and it grabs him, and it pulls him. And then that door shuts, and the vines are still there. But then the door opens again, and it's a fucking crew to save him. And a man with a table saw and an extension cord comes running in. Cuts the thing, vine, just in time, because it's like five, four, three. And then he grabs that fucking joystick. Pulls it. I love power it. Back I love it. We get a close up of the guy with the table saw chopping through. We just get a close up of his face, and he's just got green glue splattering all over him. Oh my god! And they're just close. firing. I don't know why they're firing bullets. It's fucking obviously plants. I don't, you're not going to stop a plant with bullets, but they 
There's a lot. I mean, this is just the this is the first act. You got to do this. You got to build up these monsters. Bullets don't stop it. So you got to have a bunch of people just firing bullets at it. So like you said, just in the nick of time, he puts he gets the knee fixed. He's in for a man. He's laying out. Is is he still Raymond? I forget. Or is he in for a man laying out on the the table? I don't remember. I thought he popped up, and he's like, you're the Infra-Man now. Infra-Man now. I think he was. In, he, he did become Infra-Man. Because then, to show these Infra-Man, he does three flips, flies through the sky, another flip, Infra-Man. That's how you do it. So he, he, and to show that he's... Oh, of course. He, <laughs> yeah. You're going to get into it? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. He's got to show how powerful he is. So they have some, like, PVC-like pipe, like, and he just starts breaking it, with karate chopping it and smashing it. Yeah. I, I, you know, I questioned Joe one time because he had a promo where he was breaking some pipes, and I was like, Joe, those were PVC. And this motherfucker was like, oh, let me show you how PVC it was. And you pull it out of the back of your truck, and it was a lead pipe that yeah, you hit me with. Yeah, just have them all the time. Is that just what you do? Yeah, is that why you of carry, strength. That's why you have a stri- or a, a truck. Is you yeah, just carry absolutely. various objects. Absolutely. You think I'm doing work? Right. No, I just need to show people how strong I am. You never know when a hardcore match is going to break out. Come you got to have all yes. your stop signs oh, and your trash cans. you got to build things. <laughs> yeah. I'm a carpenter as well. Do you ever hang out at uh, abandoned spark factories? I do not because they're quite dangerous, as we're going to find out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we got to get the whole like rap what are his powers and he's like you can see and hear through walls now and sure enough he <laughs> focuses and we get little... inframan vision yeah i guess that's what it is yeah. infrared yeah and then he's, you see he's got little uh television antennas on his head and they yes. pop out he's like i can hear shit ah. <laughs> i can hear shit <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, well, what the fuck are you waiting for? There's a plant man out there that needs his ass kicked in for a man. Go! Yeah, so he springs through, and, uh, you know, Professor has a nice glass ceiling for <laughs> yeah, his lab, his super secret lab. I saw Peter, Pete Stegman hanging from it. Another callback. <laughs> and he, busts, he, fly, he flies. I had a thing about that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Class of 1984, everyone. He flies through the skylight, and then starts fucking... Uh, he, he starts chopping at it yeah. at the plant, uh, one of the tendrils of uh, the plant man, and it just grows back. And unlike Swamp Thing, it, it <laughs> he's not uh, fixated on Adrian Barbubo, boo-boos, boobas, boobs. And so he, he's the tendrils just keep growing back. And he's like, oh, and this is a reoccurring I love theme. How we just we just learned Rayma just learned what Inframan was. Everybody outside knows like it's Inframan. That's right. When he jumps outside, <laughs> there's the cut of everybody. <laughs> Women, children, it's like... Dr. Chang's this- family, who they... There's a, it's like, why is his family's children outside while there's a monster out? Why do they also all know about... And they were picnicking, <laughs> yeah. which is, a, again, a thing that'll come up like, What is going on in Hong Kong? He told everybody what his plan was. He was like, I'm going to build the Inframan. <laughs> it happened off screen, but it happened. Okay. This is the only way to... I, I, that is everybody knew. He was everybody. all, he was all yeah, you think you're cool? Wait till I get my Inframan out. Yeah. Then you'll Aww. see. Dragon Mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We thought the professor just showed up at this lab like yesterday, but no, he's been coming over here waiting to see my Inframan. Well, he's had his Infralab, yeah. His Infralab, he's got a scheming, schemes schematics, over there, yeah. schematics and everything. All right, so he realizes the plant's going to grow back, so he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop and think. Stop, look, and listen for a minute. All right. Use my powers. Yeah. So he focuses in, and he finds the plant monster's heart. Heart? Yeah. Yeah. It's just in in one tendril. Yeah. 
Look, so how it, do you, there's like 500, but he finds the right one. Is that the drop kick? Is that the first drop kick he gets? What is no, it? No, he do? shoots darts. Oh, the darts, the lawn darts. Lawn darts from hell. This is why we had to fucking ban them. You ever get to play with the lawn darts, or were they banned? They were banned. Oh, they were already banned. He didn't get to play with the lawn darts. So he hits the heart with the darts, and then all of a sudden that makes him go back to just being Plant Man. He's no longer just Big Plant. So he's like, Plant Man's like, I guess I got a karate fight. You like, it's like, like uh, Joe said, every That's monster it. knows how to fucking, you know, is trained in martial arts. Yeah. There's, I mean. Doesn't matter if you're a plant. A pickle with drills or a spider monster. That's right. Or the yak hair guy. I mean, they all do it. Right. <laughs> now, we're seeing a lot. You're lo- born in Asia. You're just born knowing martial arts. That's right. That's the fact. That's right. That's everything TV taught me when I was growing up. Uh, so we get to see Inframan unload some explosive jump kicks. Yeah. Like he was kicking people in the face and Sweet then Sweet chin music, baby. Sweet chin music. Not quite, but pretty much. He's doing some nice. Uh, well, I, I I guess I got a typo in here. Hip roses, <laughs> supposed to be hip tosses. He's doing some hip tosses on him. He's uh, flipping all over, and then at one he's point he's doing a strong style. Yeah, over oh, here the Japanese people do. Yeah, and at one point he grab, grabbed a guy and did like I think it's called the hammer toss. We grab him by like the arm and leg, and he swung him and threw him. I mean, I saw you do that to a one armed guy, a one arm oh, one yeah. leg guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's just something you got to do. That's their weakness, essentially. Definitely. They have no way to stop it. Right. So Plant Man's getting the shit kicked out. He's like, I got to start teleporting. And, okay. So now we're reinforcing <laughs> the dragon earlier that They're teleported. They're in the forest now for some reason, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. They've gone from the lab scenario, <laughs> which you could see was on a hillside. There's no forest nearby. Now they're in a forest. <laughs> right. They're in the jungle from Baywatch Nights. I was just going to say, <laughs> we watched the Baywatch Nights episode uh, two weeks ago. Where they go from a city alley, <laughs> they run for five seconds, suddenly they're in a jungle, and then five more seconds, and suddenly they're on a beach. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go listen to that episode, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's so he's teleporting around. Plant monster. Plant monster. Inframan's using his infravision, looking for him. And uh, th- this is where Plant Monster's going to get, like, one of his two moves in. Because he gets Spider-Man, or... <laughs> Inframan, I got Spider-Man on the mind. He gets Inframan uh, locked over his uh, his head, you know, and he gives him a whole swinging neck breaker. I loved it. I was surprised to see that. I don't, I didn't know he watched, but uh, so it it doesn't take, you know, Inframan's not going to sell for that kind of shit. So he no, pops right back not. up. And your first match, no, dude, you don't do that. That's right. We're gonna we're trying to make him look strong. That was we got Plant Man's finish too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So Inframan's like, more exploding lawn darts. Yeah, he gets Plant Man backed up to a tree, throws the lawn darts around him. They start exploding and fogging, and the plant monster doesn't know what to do, so he jumps straight up because he can't breathe, breathe in all that nauseous fumes. Right. So he jumps straight up, which apparently this is what Inframan was planned on, and then he crosses his arms. Yeah, that's straight up Ultraman. Ultraman would do it. Yes, that. it you, was. You no, the even the arms. Wikipedia points right. out this is straight Ultraman. Even then, their Wikipedia in 1975 <laughs> said that was Ultraman. <laughs> right. So uh, clearly Professor was a fan. Right. And he shoots a laser from his hand and fucking blows up Plant Man. Plant Man, you're dead. Mm. So we got to go back. We got to see what's going on with at the Dragon Lair, Princess Dragon Mom. And that guy who happens to be their Tu-Ming. hostage, yeah. Tu Ming. Yeah, and he's brought forth to them, and she her her new plan is she's gonna brainwash this guy, plant him back in there, and get the semant- semantics. 
But of course, he's not going to go along with that. Of course not. He loves fucking Inframan. Yeah. I'd rather die than do anything to harm Inframan. I mean, I got to meet Professor. I got then to- you will die. That's how she kind of talked for some reason. Yeah. It's always very clipped. Oh, okay. Ha-ha. You will die. <laughs> I'll drop you into a bottomless pit. <laughs> and he's like, I don't give a shit, bitch. I don't care. He's like, you will care. She demon. She demon comes in. She's got like a looks like the X-ray machine from a dental office. Oh yeah, but it's got a and nice puts, dra- dragon she, horns on it. Why, of course, they always, put, they always the aesthetic. Put the dragon touches on the there. aesthetic. Was she perfect. puts the lead vest on them? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's like an X-ray machine. Yep. And then we get, <laughs> we get we, we don't want to get a minute cancer, to process that one. You know, and so we want him to be threatening our, him instant death, but we don't want him to go that way. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Right. Well, she doesn't want to use him up. She's got to use him as a spy. Yeah. So we have a little we have a little readout of what's going on behind him. Oh my him. god, the brain radar is so good. At first it's just skulls. It's a skull. Then it's a skull with a brain in it. Yep. Then it's a brain. And we see the nerves of the brain. And she's going enhance. Enhance. And they're just going in and we're seeing the pulsating brain. Yeah, we've got we got red and blue. Clearly red is evil and blue is good. And you see the tendrils. The yeah. nerves are just like filling out on the brain. <laughs> And the blue, it just can't compete, and the red takes over. Is that brain complete yet? I, I, I've been waiting for like two minutes now. Just to double check, though, she goes, hey, she-demon, use your hand-eye coordination on him. So she, she, puts her, she puts her hands up in front of his face, shoots rays out of the eyeballs of her palms. What color, though? Green. That's right. And it makes his eyes green. Yeah. So we, now we know he could actually bring back Lo Pan from Big Trouble in China because he's an Asian man with green eyes. <laughs> and so now it's like the the brainwashing is it's 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 it's, it's taking effect. There's no way Tu Ming is a, a minion now. Yeah, and so back in the professor's labs, we're learning of new powers. He's just Inframan all of 10 minutes. He's like, I got more shit yeah. for you. I can't wait. Yeah, this is an infomercial for the infomercials. He's just like, dude, have you heard about Thunderball fists? And Ramos is like, look, I Ramos, almost died. He flows like water, though. He's just like, do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta Thunderball do. Thunderball fists, I'm in. I, want, I got a date under the bridge tomorrow, and you're saying I can have Thunderball fists? Everyone's gonna love that. So Tu Ming comes back to the uh, science center, and he looks like shit. He's fucking looks like a zombie practically. Oh yeah, he's got bags under his eyes. He looks yeah, tired. you can tell. And he's yeah. just like he's like, uh, and they're like, hey, Tu Ming, you missed the fucking fight with Inframan. Where you been? And he's just like, uh, he's like totally not selling at all. He's just like he's like totally looks super suspicious. Oh no, he he used the classic Golden Globus theater line, Vinny's. <laughs> and then they're like. We know the bathroom's right there. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So, I'll cover for you because you're going to be in the bathroom for a while. Rayma tries to cut him off, and he's like, I know this. You're on the drugs. <laughs> Guys, go get him some orange juice and chocolate. But everyone's <laughs> trying to cure this man, you know? Everyone's trying to help him out. And he's like, I just, I just need to rest. This guy's just back off. Yeah, I'm just going to go down the hallway, you know, relax, you know, walk it off kind of deal. Okay, walk it off. Joe, where's he walking off to? <laughs> Let's throw Joe on the spot here. <laughs> I have no idea. Where? So he's at Chang's lab. Yeah. <laughs> so he wanted... it's, it's guarded though. You know, they're not. It's not left open. There's a guard there. It isn't. But he has. Uh, I mean, he's got fucking. I don't know. He's eating buttered popcorn or something. He's got butterfingers. 
This guy cannot. He should not be guarding a secret lab. Well, he's too trusting because he's. Of course, he's trusting. It's Tu Ming, his friend. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So Tu Ming's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And then he just stares at him with the green eyes. <laughs> and like, what does he do? Like, burn the guy? I don't know what the fuck. The guy just goes ah, and then collapses. <laughs> Joe, do you remember at all what happened there? <laughs> Not really. This yeah. part escapes me. Yeah. It's freaking insane, but he's right. He, he has every reason to trust him. He's like, oh, it's too many. That's my boy. <laughs> I just remember. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I do remember. Yeah, he's trying to break in and get the schematics on. Right. So the guy collapses. Skin. He grabs a guard, but he leaves the gun. He goes into his pants. He feels around for a little while. A little while too long, I'll say. <laughs> And he finds a nice little key card. It looks like an old, back in the day when you had a program with punch cards. It right. looked like one of those. And then he puts it into the door, which is like a hallway, you know, at a hotel where it's like you put in the ca- credit card right, and yeah. reads it. It's futuristic shit here. This is some sci-fi shit happening right now. Gets in there, drags the guard in because he doesn't want anything looks suspicious, but forgets the gun. The gun's still there. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what. So he starts, he, he cracks a safe. Which is, again, something that came up in <laughs> Japanese Spider-Man. Yeah, which you listened to a few days ago. But uh, uh, our thief, 001 Phantom Thief. <laughs> He can crack a safe by ear. Like, you right. hear people playing instruments by ear and learning music by ear. He cracks a safe by ear. This guy has to put, like, a little device on it. Yeah. And it, yeah, it, like, does it for him. He opens it up. While that's going on, another guy, this, Bruce Lee. And I'm not talking about the Bruce Lee we know. This is actually Bruce L.E., one of the imposter Bruce Lees that popped up later really? on. Yes. Oh, what, is so, your, what are his turn-ons and turn-offs? I didn't look into those. <laughs> I just know he's, he's, a, he's a Bruce Lee imposter because, well, of course, he is. he's got a bowl cut. So, of course, he's looking like Bruce Lee. Oh, okay. He's, he's noticed something's afoot because he sees a, a gun there. And he's like, hey, this is, a, this is in America where guns are laying everywhere. This is Hong Kong. So I'm glad there wasn't a, going on. a severed foot there. See something afoot? A severed foot? So he opens up the thing. I love this thing. The, the guy, he goes up to the guy who's, like, knocked out. He goes, what's going on? It's Tu Ming. He puts his hand up, goes, Tu Ming is over there. And then puts his <laughs> hand down and just like, <laughs> And then he's like, Tu Ming! And he sees Tu Ming's got the schematics. And so they, 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 they uh, I think he just, I think Tu Ming just runs past him, doesn't he? Yeah, he just pushes right past them. All he was doing, he wasn't trying to get the physical schematics. He was trying Taking to take pictures, pictures of them. Right, yeah. So he takes all of his pictures and then he just blows right by the second guard and. There's always, always, even a Japanese Spider-Man, always an uh, idling motorcycle nearby to escape on. Right. So if anybody ever goes to Japan, I imagine, or excuse me, Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Yes, Hong Kong. I imagine there's just idling motorcycles everywhere. Just like how now in like the streets of Ann Arbor and Detroit, like the there's, just, there's just like the bikes and the uh, scooters and everything. Yeah, system. Yeah. yeah. I believe they're just laid out just like that. So he hops on it. We get a nice little bike chase. I was... I was snoozing a little bit at this point because i hate chases uh and the guy who's chasing him i was like wait a minute because again i was snoozing i was like is that supposed to be rayma chasing him no it's bruce lee yeah it's bruce lee so they they end up i don't know if they played a little bit of bumper bikes but i know they uh, fell was, over like a dune well yeah i think i think they stop and then two starts running and then they 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 struggle and fall down that dune yeah and in the midst of them like kind of scuffling there pops out. I think it was Drill Hand. Uh, it might some have been. kind of monster pops out to help out uh, two men get I away. I think with... Drill Hand did, and they escaped. Yeah, we'll we'll go with Drill that. Hand was definitely the most competent monster. Yeah, hands down, he was. Yeah, I mean, he was reliable. He actually could speak a little bit. I don't remember hearing the other monsters speak at all. 
Well, 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 the one that's coming up later, he doesn't speak. He just goes, Red Spider. So, uh, yeah, so he, they, I guess the guy, other guys catch up. Rayma and other guys catch up to these guys. Rayma and them are on their way. Uh, Red, uh, spider. Right. Spider, yeah, Red Spider pops up with Skeletons. Yes. So. Uh, Bruce Lee starts fighting Red Spider. Red and Spider's like, la, 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 la. and yeah, a fake Bruce Lee. He's holding his own. He is until Red Spider, and this is why we know he's a spider grip. Shoots a spider bomb on him, encasing him in a spider ball. Again, my excuse Webbing is ball. they're shooting fucking lasers. I'm not gonna worry about what the what projectiles they. <laughs> First are of all, we know with. every monster shoots lasers, but only a spider monster <laughs> shoots spider webs. <laughs> yeah. It's, Come on, come on! It's common sense. So two men gets away and everything. Yeah, with uh, with Durlhan, Nemesis, they take off. Yep, and everything's outnumbered. We got Bruce Lee caught in a fucking cocoon now, and that's of course when Rayma is gonna show up, and he's got reinforcements. So we're gonna have a good old kung fu action time. Right, and it feels like this—that's just the rest of the movie at this point. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just. Yeah. One big fight scene, one monster after the right. other until the very end. Pretty much. That's yeah. what we're going to see. We're, yeah, we're going to have some back and forth fights. We're going to have some people <laughs> escape. You know, we got to really build up the the anticipation for the big fucking turnaround here. Oh, yeah. So first, Rayma's this Rayma, and he's fighting. He's holding his own, but then uh, uh, Spider Monster gets the edge on him. Yeah. So he's like, time for him for a man. You asked for it, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and he does the fucking transformation, you know. Yep. And then he starts fucking up Red, Red Spider. Oh, he's destroying him because he immediately turns in. He does his flips because he always does his flips when he turns to Inframan. That's right. like how it works. And then he <laughs> locks on. And I, I, I want to say this is the first time we see it. The fucking jet drop kick. And yeah. I just, Joe, I mean, if you had that kind of ability. Oh, because I don't. Believe... I would be able to take over the world. And you know what? It'd be a lot of work, but I'd just drop kick everybody with the jet drop kick. Yeah, like, that's the best. It would play into your Zangief aesthetic as well, because he did drop kicks. Yeah, absolutely. so it would all work out. But my God, I next time you have a street match or you know any kind of like big stipulation like that, make sure to Silver I'll help boots. you. I'll Silver help you. Out. Boots. Yeah, me and Murray, we're uh, what do they call them? Explosion experts. Let's yeah, just go with that. Guys, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll we'll load up your boots with Sweet. some explosives. You remember though, that's how you load up with the heel. Yeah, toe is how you unload it. Yeah. Remember that yeah. classic Iron Sheik move. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so he, he, a fucking Spider is getting handed his ass handed to him. So fucking he calls in reinforcements. The Devil Yak. <laughs> so he's like on a cliff face. Oh my god! Out. You think this is just an old, weird old man that's naked, running around, <laughs> shaking a stick at people? <laughs> like, but no, yeah, like he's like wearing like the red like long underwear. Yeah, like a prospector wearing. Yes, he's a prospector demon. Is the prospector is. demon <laughs> with you horns. Know, you know, we would we eventually you always stumble on something better. Prospector demon. There we go. So he just starts shooting lasers from his horns at Inframan. I'm ne- I'll never look at old prospector men the same way because no. <laughs> I'm going to assume they all have lasers now. They all have horns. That's for sure. <laughs> that's a proven fact. So they're they're like by a lake and shit. And I, uh, yak prospector demon. Maybe Marjorie Taylor's been watching too many of these movies. <laughs> that's why she thinks everybody has lasers. Could be. Could be. <sighs> yeah, she probably thinks this is a Jewish laser guy because, like Borat says, they have horns. Yep. 
God damn it. If this didn't make so much sense, it would be infuriating, but it's all just coming together. It's good when the world just works. So we get a laser duel. They're actually like, he's like, he's doing the Ultraman thing. Fucking prospectors doing his laser thing, and there's the lasers are like hitting each other. Yeah, and you were gonna be stronger. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was like, wow, this is like straight out of comics. This is a test of strength, is what it is. 100%. Oh, yeah, without hands, but instead, yeah, laser beams, yeah. And how did you feel about Inframan and uh, uh, the prospector devil? Using the pond to their advantage because I don't know if it really was an advantage. They were just like popping around no, and in there, kept taking bumps into it like random. They jump though; they wouldn't get knocked into it. They'd get hit and then they'd turn around and dive in. Yeah. And at one point, I think the prospector guy dove in and hid, and then he showed back up again. Yeah, I, I don't know why this this little pond of water came into play, but it's Griff. It's the Lake of Reincarnation. Oh boy! And unfortunately, reincarnated prospector demon into a weaker version of himself. And that, that's all that uh, uh, Inframan needed. And he destroys him with his laser? Yeah, they have one last test of strength, and Inframan uh, comes out the champion. Because he's wet. You got that, all that hair <laughs> wet, it's your weak. <laughs> of course. Weighed him down. He couldn't got, fight anymore. You got that nice wet lock. We learned that from uh, Arcane last week. When is that fucking mullet mane he had got wet? That, oh, that's right. Oh, boy. So, okay, so Prospector Demon, he's out of the picture now. He, well, uh, Inframan's got to go back to the fucking spider. Yep, and the spider, he's just, he's tossing around a bunch of the fucking, like, science uh, guards and everything, sees that Inframan has showed back up, and so he's just like, I'm not fucking around anymore. And the red spider, he, he, he embiggens. Right. It's time Cla- to embiggen. and this- bigger than buildings. It just gets huge. Uh, yeah, and this is, of course. Cla- it's the classic trope of these kind of things. You always turn giant for some reason. I was like, there's no way Inframan can match this, but... Well, Inframan first, he does struggle with him. We see a nice fake giant spider hand, and he's, like, struggling with it. Oh, yeah, that was good. Just three little claws on (laughs) the ground, and he was trying to lift them and everything. (laughs) Nice little paper mache hand. And he's like, fuck this noise. I can turn giant if I want to. Why not? I mean. (laughs) Was it something about the computers that have been now implanted in his brain that told him, like, hey, man, you can go big now? Sure. Why didn't he just get? must have. (sighs) He's got hydraulics in his legs, so he just, like, grows up. And they start giant Who fighting. Who wins a fight, him or the $6 billion man? Got to be him for a man. He's got so much shit. $6 million man just has, like, bionic legs <laughs> okay. and bionic eye. I he's just a robot per guy, kind of, right? Bionic $6 million man. Yeah, he's a cyborg. Yeah. We're asking this, yeah. man. I don't know this shit. I just know of him, and I know he's in love he's with Sasquatch. He's, he's definitely not super Inframan. Okay. But he does have he, Sasquatch on the side. And he does have that great noise he makes when he uses which, yeah. Inframan did have a sweet noise, too. I forget what Inframan had some noises. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I, I plan to get a video of him when he's doing his transformation, and they do, like, the weird, like, tripped-out effects of him, like, crossing his arms and turning, and then he does his flips. I want to I want to get some of that. As luck would have it, there's there's a, a power fucking uh, grid yeah. transformer there. In the there. middle of nowhere. What's it? It's probably, like, that's why the lake's there. It's probably hydro-powered. Oh, one of the things about the Inframan that we need to bring up, he's solar-powered. Mm-hmm. He's green. Well, we don't learn that until later in the movie either, so, you know. Yeah. It's, 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 
just that bad that we uh, put it. We talked about it right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just thought about that. I was like, I got to bring that up because that's one of his key things. That's is that he doesn't? That's a script tonight. Yeah. As we were talking about, like you know, this power grid, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. He's solar powered somehow, like a calculator. Yeah, totally eco friendly. You just cover his head and then he powers down, and you can't see that you wrote boobs on the calculator anymore. <laughs> so he's like, hey, monster power grid, throw him on there. Nice, another little hip toss. Perfect yeah, no, execution. That's a straight up gorilla press. Oh, it's gorilla press. Oh, that's right. Over his head. That's right. That's right. Had him over his head, right on, right through that abandoned power plant, exploded, and that was, that was pretty much almost it. Oh yeah, shrinks, shrinks him down. It, down. it shrunk him down. We all know that's what electricity, the effect it has on humans, shrinks <laughs> you. It, it does turn giants into normal people. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what happened to Andre the Giant. That's how he died. That's how he died. And so he's just a, he's like a bug now, literally. To Inframax, Inframax is still giant. Yep. So what, what do you do to a bug? Uh, I believe Kaka wrote about this. You squash him. And that's what he does. And it's just green shit. go flying everywhere. Yep. You put him on trial, and then you squash him. So another minion down. We go so. back over. We've got the princess. And, of course, she's watching this all. And all of these monster shows, they always have video footage of everything happening, eye in the sky. Right, a lot of drones. A lot of drones. So drone technology, it's, it's already been known and u- utilized by demon women, you know, throughout the 70s, 80s, and 90s. So she's got, she's got a full view of this. She sees that her demons are losing, and she is losing her shit. Right. We got to blow up that fucking lab. We got to do it. And, you know, she's reading she, – she sends out uh, Drill Hand again. She's like, you go, you go, you take uh, two, 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 Ming. two Ming, and you guys go blow out the fucking lab. And he's loving it. All right, I'll do it. Yes. She gives a comic uh, strip of dy- – the set of dynamite bundled together with a big, giant, 85-foot-long wick on it that they're going to light, you know. That's fun shit. And then she's like, there's got to be a weakness to this inframan. And she's like, I got it. Those fucking hands. That's the weakness. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they got the vid- like, ah, His weakness is in his hands. <laughs> yeah. But Which it's is- never explored again. Yeah. <laughs> like, because they it- found his weakness, but they, what? It couldn't be, Joe. We'll get to oh, yeah, it. He it didn't catch yeah, it. He didn't catch uh, it. Uh, Joe, come on, man. <laughs> He was just uh, see when Joe watches this, he thinks he's just thinking about how he's going to take down the uh, Inframan, and he's not thinking of taking down his hands. He's thinking of like how he's going to get him into a pinning combination. So he's not thinking about that type of thing. So the next scene was very confusing to us. She knows it's the hands, the yeah. weakness because of the schematics. Yes, she's reading the schematics. Very confusing scene right now. We see three children, like a teenage girl. A little boy and like I, a six-year-old. I alluded to this earlier. What the fuck is happening now? Because there's this joyous family. It looks like they just drove up to the hillside where this lab happens to be. They have a picnic. And it's clearly adults doing children's voices, so it's a little jarring. It's like, hey, I'm a little kid. No, you're not. You're not a little kid. And we see the little girl. She's like, I want to be infra girl. And the the the, the older daughter's got to be like, you need, to, honey. You need to learn about life. It's infra man, yeah. not infra woman. So seventies, come on. I get, <laughs> I get why there was a woman's movement now. Right. This is this is people. A lot of people say this started the woman's lib movement. This movie. I believe it because I'm sure a lot of little girls watched this and were like, "Fuck the world." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For the better. So good job. 
And then the brother Giallo, or the fuck his name was Giallo Biafra, with his, which I love. He had a dating game shirt. Well, I was like, is that a brown shirt, like a Cleveland Browns? Because it was that color scheme. Yeah, but it said dating game on it. I didn't dating know they had merch game. for the dating game. <laughs> I guess it was really big in Hong Kong. Oh god, that was and great. And he's just like, hey, why don't you try to catch me? And he takes off. Happens to stumble on a cave. On a cave. He's like, this, this, this cave wasn't here before. It wasn't because Drill had made that kid. I didn't get that. Yes. But I also didn't get that this is supposed to be the family of the professor. Yes. They have been hanging out here. At least five minutes for them to explain. Oh, yeah, it's the professor's. Yes. So it's very confusing. It's like, wait, these strangers to this strange place. Why are they at their dad's job? Why aren't they at home? Yeah. They just like to fucking hang on his coattails. So, well, we learned that he's a single father, so maybe he doesn't trust them to be by themselves. So he has to okay. take them to work. Maybe it was take your kids to work day. Happens to coincide with world denial, <laughs> yeah. you know. Oh, maybe They're still going through with it though. They're like, oh, right. we still gotta do yeah. take our kids. Well, yeah, he, he didn't have a babysitter, so he's like, fuck, I gotta yeah. take. Them I mean, work. wouldn't that be a good reason to keep your kids close if the world was like ending, possibly? But but he's confident about Inframan. He's like, world's not gonna end. I create an Inframan. I can't. I can't do this. I can't sidebar it. But I if you're like a little it. boy, every little boy sees a cave. Got to explore it, man. Little Goonies. boy, he's like he's like twenty, but he's he's mentally like a little boy. Okay, and he's like a cave, and he just goes in there. Well, no, it takes a minute because him and Linlin, the girl, the young girl. Why are all the daughters? There's May May and Linlin. <laughs> <laughs> The professor has used up all this creativity and science. He does not know how to name you children. You are May May. May You are Lin Lin. May May is the adult uh, uh, daughter. Lin Lin is the uh, young daughter, and then Chin Chin is the son. So I I don't no, know what's going on with yeah, him. but his his nickname is Jello. Jello, of course. But they're going back and forth because he's like, I bet you want to go in that cave. I would too if I was Infra Girl. Well, you're, you're never going to be Infra Girl, bitch. It ain't happening. And he's like, and then he just runs in. Ah, I bet you can't catch me. And he runs in. And then he sees that the, it was drilled into, like, it's the underground part of the science lab. Well, of course it's underground. I was expecting him to come up in the rafters, to be honest. And we get a little, we see uh, we see a nemesis drill hand with two Ming. Got, like you said, they got the cartoon bundle. I'm surprised he didn't have the little circle bombs, you know, from the cartoon. Oh, yeah. And he, we get a little exposition from Nemesis. He's like, Spear. this is a Transformer room. They'll be destroyed without this. Wait, Vince McMahon was there? Yes. He goes, kiss my ass. <laughs> this will be good shit, pal. <laughs> and so, two Ming, not two Ming, uh, Jello, Chin Chin, as you called him, uh, he hears this, and he's like, he's like, plant, he just gets back against the wall, and then there's, a, there's like a little gecko. Is it an iguana? I guess cave. It wasn't an iguana. It was tiny. It was an iguana. I could tell by the scales and the tail. Scales and tail. It looked like a gecko to me. And whatever it was, it was crawling on his face. And as you would do, you if you're a spaz like Jello is, he he like freaks out, alerts a nemesis. Nemesis. How are you, kid? Grabs him, and they tie him up as he would. And then I Maymay's like. Jello, where are you? And then she chases after. She gets captured too. Yeah, tie her up. They're gonna blow her up. It's like tired of the, the the railroad tracks. Put the bomb on there. <laughs> All is lost, guys. All we needed was a man with a mustache to be twirling. Well, at. later on we do have a monster with a mustache. But oh my we'll god, you're that right. Later. Oh, that was all they were missing. They should have had him here for this scene. 
Anyways, outside, Rayma is finally arriving, always on a motorcycle. Right. That's, again, they just have him laying about everywhere. Thankfully for sexism, Linlin didn't go into the cave, so she can be there to alert him. Yeah. She's like, he's like, hey, where, I thought you guys were having a picnic. Yeah. No, they went to the cave. He's like, what fucking cave? What are you fucking talking about? Why aren't you in there? They said I was too young. Well, what else? What's going on with it? I've got, I've got to go check out this cave myself. Well, he's like, there is no cave. Oh. There must be something afoot. So he does this inframan thing, turns into inframan. Does a flip in a cave? I didn't think there was enough room in that cave for a flip. He flips three times, flies, flips again. Mm. Inframan. Inframan. So he confronts Nemesis. They, uh, I think they just take off, don't they? They say they just fuck off. Well, yeah, they disappeared because they planted their bomb and they just fucked off. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm pretty sure he was just in there to defuse the bomb at that point. Yeah, because yeah, because what was was uh, drill had had a super long fuse and then he just like sparks his hand and it sets it so it's like slowly going out and then and the, so he's in the cave and he takes off. Yeah. And then Inframan shows up and he Joe, see, he follows the trail. You feeling the tension? I'm feeling the tension. Yeah, you're worried these kids are gonna die. I I was sure of it. Yeah. In the most violent way possible. These kids we didn't know about Just until one minute ago. <laughs> we're worried they're going to be dead. We, saw, we, we had a glimpse of them when they said, hey, it's Inframan. But we didn't know who they were at the time. Yeah, so we, didn't, we didn't have a bond. Exactly. We have no time. background on these characters. We don't give a shit if they die because we've watched so much other destruction. And that city being blown up, it's like we lost millions of people. This is happening all over the earth, too, as we know. Right. Yeah, and I'm supposed to care about these two kids? Yeah. No, thanks. So what you could do, it's call me crazy. You could just put your finger on the fuse and just and put it out. Oh yeah, you lick your lips. But here's the thing: he can't get to his tongue. That's right. Mask. Well, Maymay could have licked his fingers. Oh, he doesn't want to be that forward with her. Oh, okay. they're still in that weird phase of you know, and also you know he he's embarrassed to do that in front of her brother. Okay, I, it makes sense. What a coward. It all makes sense. <laughs> you think he could have gone up to uh, Jello and been like, lick my fingers, just so we didn't have the embarrassing moment of asking, you know, the girl he was into, do it. No. But, so what, do you, what does he do? He just grabs it <laughs> and fly. It, amazingly, there's a skylight in this fucking cave or whatever the fuck. There's skylights oh, yeah. all <laughs> over this lab. <laughs> all over this lab. Well, if you have a solar-powered uh, superhero, you got to have the light coming in. That's right. Swamp Thing superhero. Yeah. So he just flies through the skylight, throws the package of dynamite, boom. And, all right, that's it. We just go back inside. (laughs) Yeah, problem solved. And the professor, again, we talked about earlier about how cool, calm, and collected he is about everything. Oh, my kid's just nearly died. He got the pipe. He's just chilling. Oh, what's in that pipe? It's a peace pipe. That's right. And he's just like, look. Inframan, I cannot wait to reveal this to you. I'm putting the final touches on. And even the professor does, like, the gesture. <laughs> the, he's into it. Yeah. This is greatest he's invention. The Thunderball fits. Does this give you any ideas? Is this making you feel like you can do a new, like, signature move in the ring? Kind of, yeah. The Thunderball fist? I mean, I got... I, I mean, I was watching, you know, a crush match, vintage crush match the other day. I was like, I should do, you know, a heart punch. And then now I see this. Combine it with a thunderball fist. Use those kind of things yeah. to really set it up. I would no like, one would get up. I might kill somebody. I would like to see. How somebody... are you going to work your hands flying off your body though? That's the trick. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, because it, it turns out that. thunderball fist is actually a lightning attack. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, but what I really want to see revived is uh, the old claw, the Baron Van Rashi claw, because I love Baron. I just love him. <laughs> I want the claw. Yeah. Okay. So he's like, try him out. You see over there? See that ball? It's Wakandan vibranium. Dude. Oh, my you God. This might fuck. be one of the videos I have to put up, because especially with the bad subtitles uh, translation and the Japanese version, this scene, I was I fell out of my chair. I was laughing. so fucking hard. I did the old emoji. I, I rolled on the floor laughing. It was so good. Well, lay it on us. I don't know it. I can't spoil <laughs> it. But he, him explaining it, he's like, this is the most dense object in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's fucking vibranium, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Absorbs kinetic energy. You're selling it way better than I ever could in my translation of it. So, yes. So he's like, try it out. And he just shoots his fucking fists off. And it blows up vibranium, dude. That, yeah. shit, that shit absorbs kinetic energy. I mean, the stuff lo- was like a billion dollars worth of it, too. And they just wasted it. Wasted? Like, it was nothing. Like, just blow it up. What are all the just products the that are made of vibranium? We've got Captain America's shield. Uh, Black Panther's suit. Black Panther's suit. Uh, oh, my God. Mr. Fantastic's codpiece. <laughs> uh, we've got Wolverine. No, he's, he's adamantium. adamantium. Okay, so that's different. Captain America's shield is actually adamantium and vibranium. Oh, oh my God! They can smell. Yeah, yeah. You're okay, Mel. Oh God. All right. We also learned that he has little like CD laser CDs he can shoot out of his wrist too, which come into play later on. Laser CDs? Yeah, he had a thing he would shoot out. I don't remember laser CDs. Well, it it takes it. It it was pretty sweet. And he had so many powers. He had a lot. AOL trial discs. So he, we like he's ready to go. Big day tomorrow. We're gonna take it to the fucking princess, dude. The best off, uh, best defense is a good offense. What's going on? We have this is where we like we get a little tender scene. This is where we learn to care about May May. Yeah, this probably should have came before in storytelling, right? Yes, hundred yeah. percent. So we learn that the the mom's dead, and he's just like. He's like, thank God I have you to raise these kids because I wouldn't. I'm not gonna raise these fucking kids. That's woman's work. <laughs> And she's like, oh, dad, you know. And so we, we learned that he actually cares about his daughter a little bit. And she leaves. <laughs> and I swear, dude, go back and check this. She's looking at a satanic fucking Bible. There's a fuck, you know, the, the Baphomet, the fucking, like, the, the woman's body with yes. the goat head. It's on the cover of this fucking book <laughs> she's a- looking at. So this mad scientist, he's building robot he's men. demon magic. This isn't even science, Griff. I'm not surprised by this, considering what he did to Rayma. Yeah. I mean, we're worried. We've got people who are worried about uh, Bill Gates putting chips in the vaccine. This guy literally went to Raymond and said, I can make you an inframan. <laughs> I'm putting computer parts in your brain and a mini nuke fucking heart. Reactor. Yeah. <laughs> Reactor. In 1975. Yeah. And a dash of Red Bull. And a dash of Red Bull. <laughs> Pure adrenaline. <laughs> I, did, I did find out there is a little Red Bull in the vaccine we got, guys. Really? Yeah. Sweet. All right. <laughs> just as she's about to settle in to read her satanic Bible, a drill hand just goes through the wall. We know who that is. That's that's fucking drill hand. It's kind of you know makes sense. Yeah. And like, come with me. <laughs> and he grabs her and just hauls her off. Come with me. Could you please come with me? Hey, I'm the evil monster. I'm here to get you. Apparently, his job is just to kidnap people. That's it's all he does. very much like Venture Brothers, where it's like the gilded calamitous intent, where they're just like we're we're henching here. Come on, this is the deal. Like we get to take you. We can't 
harm you in this way, but we can take you. It's very much like by the book is what I'm trying right. to get at. Right. So he takes her back. Well, she's she's a bargaining chip because he, he's, yeah, he collateral takes, takes her back to uh to Princess Dragon Mom, and she immediately videos up uh, the professor. Apparently, the video phones that happened in '75 too. Mm-hmm. She calls up the professor, and she's like, "Look, I want you here tomorrow. Don't bring in for man. You be here alone, or I'll kill your fucking daughter." Turn to ash is what she said. Exactly. Turn to ash. Oh, boy. So you heard those words, and you were like, I'm going to put those in the back of my brain here. Absolutely. Are you threatening people now, or is that your new thing? It might be. We talked about your stop sign and your pipes. (laughs) Do you have something to turn people into ash in the back of your truck? Kendo sticks. Wait, kendo sticks can turn people to ash? No, he has some kendo sticks in the back of his truck, too. Oh, Oh, yeah, you got to. If you're in a fight, you have to have a kendo stick. (laughs) Absolutely. Duh. Now, everybody is well-versed in kendo stick fighting as well. Right. Everyone knows how to use it. You just sit away from the back with them or the the head. Absolutely. I mean, even if I were to be fighting ninjas, I'd rather have a kendo stick than a sword. Right. You know, it's just a devastating weapon. Okay. Stings a lot. This is good to know for somebody who actually noise too. fights people. So, you know, I'm. You cut somebody with a samurai sword, no noise, Griff. That's a good it point. It slices right through you, but no noise. Well, we've learned from all these movies as soon as you get hit by a knife or a sword, you don't make a noise. Right. You're just so in awe of what happened, you just right. die. <laughs> so, Professor's like, oh, fuck. I got to. Guys, I got to get Maymay back. You think I'm going to raise these other two kids? This, this name, Maymay, is a little too close to people who are playing on meme because it's M E M E. And some people, when they're playing, will say Maymay. So it's like his daughter is just a Griff, meme. This movie inspired memes. It really changed the world. Really did. Really changed the world. Well, that's why Roger Ebert had to go back and give it three out of four stars. <laughs> At a half star. <laughs> that's a lot. For for fucking a four star system to get three to yeah, be this that's movie, up there. that's a good movie. That's incredible. So professor's like, guys, I got to do this, but still attack. Definitely Fuck that shit. Wait, wait, wait. Give me like eighty four hours, and if I haven't figured it out, <laughs> no, eighty four minutes. Yeah. is basically what he's yeah. So I I love this scene. This is the oh best scene, God. Joe. Do you remember this scene? <laughs> I want to believe you remember this fucking scene. It's the second to last line. Oh, my God. This is the scene that just, like, imprinted in the back of my head. I got to make a video of this. I hope I get it out there on Instagram. You don't remember? Which scene? Go. All right. So we just cut over the professor on a boat with a skelly guard. That was my favorite (laughs) shot of the entire movie. Favorite shot. Oh with, my god! With drill hand, just, they're just hanging out on the boat, just chilling. No, yes. nobody looks drill hand. Got no. his drill hand in the no. water, you know. And shit. Giant angry <laughs> melted pickle guy. Yes, and they're sitting shoulder to shoulder, just whatever, chilling, man. Whatever, just, we're doing it. They're you listening some boat ride. is just using a foot to like steer. Yes. they're drinking beer. They got boat shoes. What it panned out though? Didn't it have like a bunch of other skeleton guys on the boat as well? Yeah. It was like yeah. two, but it wasn't. Like a, I love how it was, yeah, it was, it was that clear. one shot, just those three, just buddies. Back on the highlight <laughs> again. Just good sea music. favorite it, part of the and movie. And the thing was, it was clearly just this, this white boat they rented. They just put a dragon on the prow of it. Like, they could have painted it black or something. Anything to help like, menace it up. Yeah. But here's the other thing we need to take note of. You have to take a boat to get here. Yes. Okay, let's just put that in the back of our brains for now, and let's move on. Okay. <laughs> so, Professor's reunited with Maymay, and they embrace, 
Yeah, they they face her into the conference room. What the I don't what the fuck does Princess Dragon Mom want? Does she wanted what does she want from him? She She's wanted him to build she wants the official weaknesses of uh, no, Man, right? No, she okay. has she wanted, the... Oh yeah, to build her and Inframan. Yes, mm-hmm. which just so happens to kind of be the plot of Japanese Spider-Man this week. <laughs> she they wanted right. their own Spider-Man so anti-Inframan. Yeah, and he's just like, no, I, I can't do that. So, oh, you will do that, and then to, sh- to prove what could happen. Getting back to what Joe said about turning you into ash. Mm. They just fucking throw two Ming into this pit to hell. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, they just threw him away like that? <laughs> yes. They were worried Tuming about... Ming was a main event player in this movie, and they were just, no, off the board. <laughs> yeah, he was doing everything. He was crushing it out there. <laughs> like, seriously. And, yeah, they just tossed him in a fire pit. He Shows... got more done than the minions did, because the monsters didn't do fuck all. 100%. I mean... Uh, Drill Hand made the tunnel, but still, they Drill didn't Hand's even... been doing a lot. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Let's not, uh... That's why he's always grumbling. Because he's yeah, like... Yeah, he never... so hard, yeah. and he's not appreciated. He's like the horse in uh, Animal Farm. I get it. <laughs> but Professor's like, I don't give a shit. First of all, I don't give a fuck about Tumang. And, <laughs> and... He really is. He's just like, my daughter is ready to die for this mission. And he's like, go ahead. Kill her. See if I care. I'll die, too. I don't care about life. I play with I play Baphomet. He's into that satanic <laughs> he's shit. He's like, "That's the pit to hell. That's where I want to go." Yeah, ex- Murray, you have stumbled <laughs> upon a cauldron of evil. Right. It's, and that kind of freaks out fucking dragon. I was like, "Ooh, what the fuck?" If like... we could see nipples beyond that uh, dress she's wearing, we would see them getting hard. Because I mean, well, you see, you see, it's a, it's a it's she's a, into it. Yeah, it's a metal kind of corset, but bing. They just pop oh, off like Superman. Thing. They, they yeah. he's just so strong. It okay. And she's like, "You will make me an anti-inframan." And then we cut to Rayma, who drove his bike. I guess he put some jets, like a, some skis, on his the wheels. Maybe he did a Fonzie thing. I don't know. It could have been a Fonzie thing. Maybe he put a couple of, like ski wings, uh, like training wheels, on the back of his bike. I, how he got the bike here is fascinating. That's why we are putting the the boat thing in the back of our heads. Maybe he flew his inframan and carried his bike. Maybe. And he knows he's going to need it for a sweet getaway later, maybe. Right. Yeah. You know, this is what they do. He rides in, his, he flies it in his inframan and then goes back into Rayma when he arrives on land so he could ride his bike again. Because he he rides as Rayma and he just starts kung fu. So basically, a battle royale breaks out. It's just fucking every man for himself. We got Skeletons. We got Science Lab guys. One of my favorite scenes that I actually remember. It might be here. It might be in a minute uh, when he was Inframan. But five different Skeletons. They're lined up next to each other, and they all come down with those spear knob things. And he blocks it with his arm. All five of them, and then he throws them all to the side and. Every one of those people in the line like turns to that side, and then he roundhouses each of them. They all go flying in a different direction. <laughs> and I, it, it, there, there's so much happening in the kung fu, but it's it's all pretty goddamn well uh, choreographed. What's well, the Shaw Brother production? Of yeah, it is. This, this is their bread and butter. It's, it's fluid. It works. It's like silly, but at the same time, it's just it it just it just goes. It works. I love it. So Drill ends like I guess I gotta take care of this, and he goes out and he. Um, Meets up with uh, Rayma, and Rayma's like, fuck you, motherfucker. I'm going to run over you with my bike. Oh, yeah, that's right. He throws his bike at him. This was so good. Oh, my God. 
everything. It's, and th- we got to bring up the science goons have also uh, science goons. <laughs> the science guards have also arrived. So we have like this whole like scientists and all the scientists they also know kung fu. Of course they do. They're all Asian. So we've got like a big fight. Oh, it's it's great. But yeah, Rayma is the show here. He has thrown his bike into uh, Nemesis so, so Drillhand. Drillhand's fucked up. So we need another fucking minion, guys. Yeah, because Raymond like did that, and then he tried to get into the uh, the serpent head. Yeah, and that's where uh, our mustachioed monster <laughs> yeah. was waiting for Some him. Some kind of weird gargoyle with a giant red mustache. It's like Yosemite Sam meets a gargoyle. <laughs> it was bizarre. <laughs> and After- to make it more bizarre, he started spitting fire at fucking Rayma, and Rayma's like, "Fuck, this is too much. I got to be Inframan for this shit." <laughs> So he turns into Inframan. He's got to fight now Drillhand and King Lizard, as you put them, together. Yeah, again, I didn't know what to call some of these guys. That was I didn't know what he looked like. Uh, yeah, I was like... What did I say his name was? It's not my card here. said King Lizard. I said it in the notes, but what do they call him? Drillhand, Red Beetle. They didn't have a name for this guy. I didn't I think it him. was like Fire Dragon or I think something. It, like I, think it was, I think it was But he's Fire fucking Dragon. Lizard Yosemite Sam, basically. Yeah. And so they're fighting and kicking ass. It's just nonstop kung fu action from here on out. Yeah, he he's completely beating ass. But that's when Princess again watching it from her lair because cameras right. are everywhere, and she notices that her monsters are not winning. She's like, even if they embiggen, they're not going to be able to beat the Eye Man. But remember, so, she's got the schematics, so she knows all the weaknesses of Inframan. She she has learned. She uh, gave up on the hands thing because the uh, professor laughed at her. When she's right. like, I got the ace in the hole. I know his hands are his weakness. And he's like, bitch, you haven't heard shit about the Thunderball fist. <laughs> and, you know, that makes her, you know, gulp and pull her collar. She's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> exactly. And so she's like, well, I know his other secret. He's solar-powered. Wind the meals. And she goes, full Donald Trump. She's just like, do you know how many birds... Uh, so, uh, green energy kills a year Hmm So she fucking She releases a smog bomb She comes right out of the mouth of the dragon lair mm-hmm. So it must really suck being inside of there Yeah But it does absolutely fuck all Griff It doesn't even slow Inframan down Not one bit Inframan gets kicked twice he goes to the He's ground. He's hulking up right now, dude. You can't. Your, your finisher ain't gonna work. On I his mean, ass. we did see that hand just slowly <laughs> sprout up and wag, and it was just like, "Fuck, man, are you kidding me?" We're learning the boundaries of Inframan in eighty minutes. So he just fucking straight up drop kicks with his fucking his, his fucking spark boots. Nemesis it's, melts him down. That's, that's it. He turns him into relish. It's over. <laughs> he turns him into relish. <laughs> Are you uh, going to enjoy that hot dog with some nice drill hand relish? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. There we go. And so now he's just got fucking uh, Yosemite uh, Sam to, to contend with. And he's spitting fire at him and shit. And he's he just saw fucking his boy get melted. So he's like... He's using his teleportation tricks again. Well, We're seeing that again. But he can take it a step further. Right. Because he can go completely invisible. So he tries to pin himself to a wall, like chameleon style, you it's know. It's a good just, strategy. It really was. But... It really was. I mean, when was the last time someone tried to camouflage in the ring on you? I mean, they just try to run away. You they know, just run away. Cowards. You haven't had but anybody try no, to. No, no, no one's been that advanced yet. Fortunately, Griff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tip somebody off. Paint yourself like a turnbuckle and just stand there still. <laughs> Inframan had watched the match Kenny Omega had with the Invisible Man. So he knew exactly what you're supposed to do. 
And that's use your infravision. And he spots him. And he's like, oh, that motherfucker. Dude, this kick. You know, we've talked about this before. Charlie Brown lines up that football and he puts every, what is he, 45 pounds? Well, he puts all. Lucy lines the football up. Yeah, he lines up yeah. to kick the football is what yeah. it meant. And he is lining up to kick the football. And he's going to put all 45 pounds. Inframan. A man of 110 pounds, he's putting all his weight, all of his Inframan technologies, that whole fucking nuke reactor is just overclocked right now. He throws everything into this kick, and he kicks that goddamn invisible lizard so hard that he also turns into relish. And that's it. Right. Also explodes in the chest. Yeah. <laughs> everything <laughs> explodes. So now he makes his way into the lair, and... As always happens when there's a trap door, for some reason our hero always has to stand over it. Oh, yeah. And Princess, she's like, come on, one more step, one more step. Ha! And then she pushes the fucking button. Inframan falls into that pit to hell. It's over. It is deep. Movie's over, guys. It's done. Inframan lost. Yeah. That's what she thinks. And uh, the princess, she's assuming he's dead, starts telling the professor about, you know, this is where we really get into you're going to build me a new Inframan. It's going to be even better. We're going to put a dragon helmet on him. We're going to give him fire breath. She's, she's got it all worked out. You know, she's really getting into it. And I believe the professor is into it. But at the same time, he's like, we fight for two different sides. I'm in the Satan, but I still <laughs> fight for human, uh, you know, lives. Right. Because Satan needs human lives to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know, chicken or egg thing. Yeah. So... She's like, oh, really? Well, I'm going to put you on ice until you uh, learn to, uh, to obey. So she freezes them in, in, in ice. I didn't know we were getting a fucking Professor Freeze, Dr. Freeze in this movie. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Yeah, Schwarzenegger does show up and go, cool off, everybody. <laughs> we'll kill the dinosaurs. The Ice Age. <laughs> and we know that these guys are from before the Ice Age. So they have experience with the Ice yeah, Age. Yeah, they've survived one. There you go. It all makes sense. Maybe that's why they went underground. Ooh. But guys, Inframan's not dead. He's just hanging by the edge of this cliff face to the pits of hell. Yeah. So he climbs his way up, flies out. Yep. We get the nice shots of him doing the flips again. (laughs) Yes. And he decides, I got to kick some more ass. So he just starts fighting all these skeletons that pop up. Not quite the same uh, epic music as Japanese Spider-Man, because this no. is where we get the... Da, 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 no. We he just didn't get... even have a Zord to call. I mean, for fuck's sake. Yeah. No Leopardon. No. So he just starts kicking. Skeletons are coming, raining in from everywhere. We got She-Demon. She's like, I'll throw th- 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 a couple swipes at this man. And she's throwing some attacks. I forget what she... She does. She's got long nails and shit. Yeah. I think she shoots lasers from her eyeballs. She does do that eventually. But at first, she was like going toe-to-toe with them. But then she realizes, I'm going to retreat and grab my brain control machine. Well, yeah. She grabs the the dental x-ray machine, and she sees that he clearly doesn't have the the lead vest on. Oh, so she was going to give him cancer. Okay. Yeah. And so she's shooting at him, and he's dodging him. He fucking fucks up the machine. Yeah, she, he kicks, he drop kicks it because he feels the cancer inside of it. He's like, "Oh, I see what's happening here." He's got perfect uh, sensibility of his body. And this is where he uses his CD ejector hands and he chops her fucking hands off. Yeah, because they were going to terrifying. Tot- they they lined up on like a little bridge. They had a bubbling cauldron in this place. 
probably was a swamp uh, ravine like thing, just like in uh, Arcane's basement. It was an artesian well that went artesian to the swamp. Artesian well that goes yeah. to the swamp. Mm-hmm. And so it was bubbling over, but apparently it was lava. And so, yeah, it chops her hands off and she falls into it. And I thought she just fell in the pit to hell is what she fell Oh, was it the pit to hell? Yeah. Everybody falls in the pit to hell, so yeah. that makes way more sense. Yeah. So all of her fucking minions are gone, or are they? Because we have... Joe's favorite minions pop up. I no. hate them. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with these? I don't guys? know. They just it, following the you know uh, the pickle guy drill hands. They <laughs> they just can't measure up. And these are the you know penultimate end bosses. No, no. <laughs> you're right. They shouldn't have been absolutely the end, not. The major no boss. drill hand. It's needed to be the Krang before Shredder is what I'm saying. Okay, you're right because he yeah. had the more character arc. Yeah, you know? yeah. he definitely yeah. did. There was more of a tease. You really wanted to see him get beat, and he just kind of got. Randomly beat. Didn't feel good. I mean, even King Lizard would have been better than these robot guys. And the robot guys have been there since the monster party, but I feel like King Lizard wasn't even in the monster party. He had something up his sleeve we never got to see because he got drop kicked into oblivion. (laughs) It was the best one. Yeah, it was the best drop drop kick. I guess these guys are supposed to be bigger goons because they're made of metals. I guess. I don't know. Maybe vibranium. But they're slinky robots. So they shoot their head, their head, their neck is a slinky. Yes, and, and there aren't. They have uh, spiked balls for hands, and they have slinkies on them, too. So they're just shoot, shooting their fucking head at all Inframan. He's just dodging, blocking, whatnot. And then finally, like, he, he has twi- taken their hands and twisted them once, and they somehow untwine here because then uh, prof- uh, Professor Dragon Mom, she flies in. <laughs> And, as a dragon. As a dragon. We don't know that she's... We just see a dragon. We're like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, that's right. This is the first real reveal of it. She lands and then comes to, and you're like, oh my God, that's Professor Dragon Mom. And she's got more skelly goons with her. So now we've got more kung fu fighting. We've got fucking Professor Do- uh, Dragon Mom. we got the skeleton goons. we got the robot twins. It's anarchy up in here. But Inframan's holding his own until... He gets shot. I guess Mr. Freeze pops up because he gets covered in ice. Well, he is, again, one of the Robo Twins shot a head and a hand, and he twisted those up, and they couldn't recover from that. So then the other one ran at him, and he just uh, fucking dropped toehold it, and it was out of of commission from that point on. Then he chased down uh, Princess Dragon Mom. I, I'm switching up this name big time. Professor, Princess. <laughs> it's um, princess. You get it right. Princess. Okay. Princess Dragon Mom. And they square up for a second. He obviously bests her in the first uh, test of strength. And so she retreats into a dragon mouth, and he follows her into it, and that's when he gets sprayed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, Professor Freeze is waiting around the corner there. <laughs> and he's covered in ice, and apparently... This this is also from Ultraman, because he has a red flashing light. Oh, shows okay. He's weakening. But he's he's not. He's, he's, like, go- he's like, he has these weaknesses, and he doesn't have these weaknesses. He just decides, I'm just going to melt out of this ice. And she starts, oh, what happens is she starts whipping him with a, her, I, apparently, as you pointed out, I thought this was a whip. This is a, a yeah, tongue she, thing from her dragon hand yeah. with electricity. That's organic. It. She grows that. It's like she, an iguana tail. It grows back. And she's whipping him and shocking him. A light, yeah, little electric effects are coming out. Yeah. And we Perfect. see the little red light on his forehead, like bleep, bleeping, like his powers. That's probably what it is. The whip probably sucked out his energy. That could have been it. But, but unfortunately, 
She's got skylights in her fucking dragon lair, too. So there's sunlight coming in. He's getting some... Because they're going to carry him away. Because I'm assuming they're going to take him apart so they can... Uh, what do they call that? Where you, like, reverse engineer. Yeah, reverse engineer. And so we're like, fuck, man. She won. And, and I love this. We got to have this moment. Every fucking... Uh, we, get, we get a callback that never happened. That's what yeah, I love yeah, about Yeah, this it. is a callback that never happened. But you always have these in the climax of a movie where they remember their master. They remember their training. They call up their Sifu. And Sifu just like, motherfucker, are you kidding me? <laughs> Do you not remember what the Rockets do? Yeah. Go to the lawn darts. The lawn darts are the answer. Specifically said, if you're ever frozen, do this. Yeah. Five lawn darts. <laughs> there was darts. a contingencies plan specifically to get out of this predicament. So five lawn darts will do the trick. They will heat you up to the point where you will be completely unhinged anymore. <laughs> and lo and behold, it works, guys. And he just puts down the jet heels to the max. He just is fucking shit up. This was great because, again, he's just we just have a cut of heels flying <laughs> through a screen. Very high heels. Yeah, very high. The platforms on those make Star Trek's platform heels look embarrassing. Just taking everything in its path out. And uh, I think it does land on um, Princess. Yeah, so she she's freaking out. So she turns back into a dragon. And so... He's just like, yeah, no problem. Let's chop your head off, bitch. So he uses a CG <laughs> CD ejector. Oh, yep, this is the CD ejector. out, chops her fucking head off, and then another one disappears. He says, I'll do it again. <laughs> Worked so well the first time. Now, another head appears. This is like the, the same thing with the vine. This is the same thing with he was like, there was a scene with the robot where he punched it in the head, and it fell over and went boing. Oh, yeah. And he punched it again, and it went boing. So this is a ongoing bit. Right. And so he's like, allow me to give you a hand. Because he knows his fucking lasers aren't working. So he, sh- the fucking, he does his, his finisher, the Thunderball Fist, flies out, hits Princess Dragon Mom, and it works. She blows up. So he releases Mei Mei and uh, Professor, Professor from their ice prison. Of course, whenever the villain dies... The lair has to start collapsing and yeah. exploding. So that's what's happening. They they go out, get they, outside. They stop 10 feet away while everything's exploding. <laughs> they could keep running. They stop and they like watch 10 feet away. Yeah. And then they get away. It blows up. And then they just go, hey, time to go home. Yeah. And that was it. That's it. They save the world. Save the world. Save the world. Whew. Is that what it feels like every time you win a match? I just saved the world? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. Every time I come out, I'm like, I'm doing it for these people. Yes. I've never had the joy of besting another man in competition. It's pretty sweet. It is. It's an amazing feeling to have (laughs) someone's life in your hands. I I bested people in tennis, but that's a very different feeling. It's just like, oh, man, I hope I don't get tennis elbow. So, well, first of all, thank you, Joe, for oh, being guys. on this episode. Thanks for having me. And thanks for enduring 19 hours of content that <laughs> are we Are we talking recorded. to listeners or are we talking to Joe? We're talking to the listeners oh. and to Joe. <laughs> well, that reminds me of what we're going to do next week. Because Not So Superhero Month continues. Guys, we all love Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, don't we? Don't we all? Yeah. That last one was okay. But have you ever thought, you know what I want to see Wolverine do? Why doesn't he disembowel people? Why doesn't he <laughs> chop up people's heads? Why doesn't he chop a guy's dick off? Hmm. 
Well, I got news for you guys. There is a Wolverine-like movie out there where people get their dicks chopped off by claws. And it's called Faust, <laughs> Love of the Damned, based on the late 80s indie comic from Tim Vigil and David Quinn. It's something to see. It's something to talk about. And we'll do it next week. And oddly enough, did you hear the news? Sorry to interrupt. They're turning that into an animated series. Yes, I did. And, it's, and once again, the G&G bump. Anytime we, we just make shit happen. Two months ago, we were talking they'll never put uh, Road to Revenge on DVD. Yeah, let's bring that up. And it's out on Blu-ray. Blu-ray. All three versions. You're Champagne welcome. Champagne and Bullets, Road to Revenge, and Bitches and Bullets or something. Getevin. Getevin, yeah. Yeah, you're welcome, everybody, for that. There's yeah. a there's a Getevin Blu-ray, thanks to With Oz. director commentary. Gonna get some of that John Hart inside. So, order that. Go to vinegarsyndrome.com. Order that because there's only a thousand left. They're selling like hotcakes. And we'll see you next week. Keep it warm. Oh.